You're welcome. We're back. <laughs> I know. Some of you are like, hmm. I'm trying to understand the patterns of these recordings. So are we. Because we deal with this thing called life. And this weekend, we had a member's weekend. Three days. And you got to remember, we're already tired from leading up to it and exhausted and burnt out. But then there comes the actual times. The Friday, the Saturday, the Sunday that bleeds into a Monday. It all bleeds in. It, matter of fact, the third, it starts on Thursday because we let the gold members set up camp here the day before. So, yeah, it's like a four or five day event that sometimes requires it's a full week. So it takes sometimes a whole full week for us to get like I'm not recalibrated. Reco- I'm not recovered at all from it. Neither am I. Like I'm 100% still fucked up sleep pattern with it. Uh, all of it's fucked. And, and, and the thing is, it's so goddamn draining, Members Weekend. Like, like, like to kind of help you guys understand, imagine like 300 people are partying on this this property. All day there's activities planned for them, like a summer camp. Uh, meals are planned for them, events. All this is planned. But there's only six of us doing all the work. It's like there's 80 acres. What's six divided by 80? It's almost like for every 10 acres, there's one person. Yeah, and, 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 and so you figure there's 300 people. So each of us are basically, we're all kind of taking care of around a little, a little under 50 people if you had to each. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not that way because cameramen are filming. They've got to film, film, film. And, they, and, and so they're stuck doing that. So they're filming 18 hours a day, no lie, 18 hours a day, sleeping for like three hours, and then and then barely barely getting any fucking rest. And then we got certain people that have already put in like two weeks of ball-busting work, you know, to get up to the point. So by the time we get there, we're like, oh, fuck. We got a party? That's what they did come here to hang out and have fun with and us. That's so. the, that, to me, that's one of the worst parts is like, I'm drained. I've been up for 18 hours. I've only slept like three hours. And and I'm walking around the lake at like 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning to make sure everything's right. And some dude is blasted on a skateboard riding up to me with a bottle of Tito's. And he's like, come on, man, chug. And I'm like, get the fuck away from me, man. I just want to sleep. They're like, bro, why aren't you partying? And I'm like, because six people have to be responsible for all of this. There there are times where... There are beautiful, consensual women that have already made sexual advancements early in the weekend. And I'm just like, hey, I'm going to have to circle back to you. Um, (laughs) Please keep that energy. And then the moment you just blink, the fucking toads move in for the kill. Next thing you know, you see a chick you've been talking to for two years. You finally convinced her she wasn't going to die and get buried in your yard. So she says, all right, I guess I'll come. And then next thing you know... She shows up. She thinks she's going to be the center of attention. You're like, uh, yeah, I, I don't got time for you right now. But I can. how about you hit me up like 3 or 4 in the morning? I can oh, hang that's out. what they don't get. Sometimes I'm just like, hey, about 3.34, I'll have a half an hour. And they're like. Ugh. And Mark says, I can only do a 12-minute blowjob. I'm like, I've, I, I've sandbagged three blowjobs. The blow dick jobs. will self-destruct. So this is 36 minutes now that I have put together. Yeah, you gotta t- you gotta get your you gotta eat when you can, sleep when you can, fuck when you can, and make sure things are on point because it's more than just throwing a party. It's we're creating memories and experiences, and 
they are highly engineered to the T as far as sound, smell, taste, you know, temperature, everything. If it's too hot inside the house, the shit goes awry. If the music is, is too loud, then you can't socialize. If it's too quiet, you're not going to get hype. If there's not enough alcohol, you're not going to get, you know, hype. I had a little piece of loose leaf paper where me and Brian <clears throat> were trying to figure out exactly how we could keep the ice uh, machine going at half full and utilize all the ice in the bins. And we were literally drawing diagrams of ice. And it's all those like, word problems yeah. when you're growing up. Like, a train is leaving San Francisco at 100 miles an hour. Two juggalos are walking around the lake at three miles an hour. Four scallies approach them. How many fucking bottles exactly. of Tito's do you need to make sure Bianca doesn't punch someone? Woo woo! You know, and you're like, oh, fuck, carry the three. Yeah, no, there's, there's a lot of shit that goes into it. That's what like kills me when people who don't know me, they like to judge, which is cool, whatever. I don't care about that part. But it's, it's the fact that they like, oh, it must be nice, man. I'm like, yeah, bro, it must be nice to bust your ass for 20 fucking years, finally make some money just to take every last dollar and throw it right back into the wind. And the thing, that's what I'm doing. The thing is, we've been going now. I was thinking about it. Waka Flocka weekend, Oasis weekend, this weekend. No, like... I've said this several times. I haven't had more than 14 days consecutively, two weeks. Seven plus seven is 14. haven't had more than two weeks of my life in the last 20 years that had nothing. Yeah. Maybe one month I had like, oh, well, there's like this one thing. Well, I normally spent every, you know how many times like someone's like, yeah, let's go downtown, let's party. COVID was your first vacation. Yeah, it kind of was. That was the first time you got to just be like, whoa. But then, then all I did was like, all right, time to restructure things, clean house, gather my thoughts, uh, strategize, and organize, and start making and building and painting and doing per- productive things. And that's what we did. We did a lot of very productive things. We, no one can say we just sat around. So, but I know what you did, what you meant, like. There was a time where we were forced to do what was the, the best, and that's not have an event. COVID was the first time we were able to do stuff around the house and not have outside events. I like, felt guilty. I was like, oh, man. We man, partied hope, hard then, too, honestly. Though. I hope the members will understand. Like, yeah, the whole world's going to shit right now. Maybe, maybe we can't have a party right now. Should we? I remember one day, and I mean, truthfully, this had to be like <clears throat> three months into the lockdown. Did being, Miguel start COVID? Uh, I could have. To I get did. out of members' weekends? <laughs> it's actually, oh, Mike, you're going to talk to people about it outside. He's like, COVID? What's that? I've been manipulating news stories in the house, doing your feed just so you could see it. I didn't leave the house for 122 days. So maybe, maybe there might have been something to it. But I um, Oh, the Navigator. Yeah, it's broke, Mike. But I remember there was a day, it was like three months into the quarantine. Because what happened, guys, so this is, let me, let me explain something that happened in the quarantine, this magical thing that occurred. Uh, the Scallies who worked at strip clubs had nothing to do. And they hadn't yet all discovered OnlyFans. So there was this weird pocket of what to do. And they so, were fighting their morals still. Yeah, and so we, uh, we became like a refugee camp for strippers. Strippers from over would come by for the weekends and come party yeah. here. And I remember there was a point during COVID, like I said, about three months into it, where there must have been like 12 different strippers partying over here. And everybody would text me like, oh, man, it's so weird right now during the lockdown to not be around people. And I'm like, there's 12 strippers here, NBA players hiding out, pretending that they're not coming over and shit like oh, that. Oh, yeah. They were like, yo, can I hang on your room? I was like, yeah. 
And I had kind of been drinking by the time, and I'm forgetting that the NBA has them, like, inside of a bubble. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow, that's kind of cool. They're over at my house partying. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we had all kinds of celebrities and stuff like that. In the very, like, I'd say the first 90 days to four or five months, our first, like, official thing was Fourth of July. And I was like, I'll be damned if we're not celebrating yeah. Rebecca's birthday. So we just. And we got a nurse and everything, and then our nurse ended up partying too hard. Yeah. We got a whole nurse up front to check people's temperatures and stuff. We went, we went and spent thousands of dollars on all the fucking... All the hand sanitizer machines. We, we still got... Gal- if anyone needs some hand sanitizer, holler at me. I got you for the low. Okay? Gallons of that shit. Gallons. I got fucking the face shields. I yeah. Put, I put one on for five minutes. Not not even. Maybe oh, today, 30 Mike, seconds. Today, Mike put on an astronaut helmet. And oh the minute God. the minute he put it on... Chris, were you there for this at all? Chris, the minute he put it on, once it went on, he goes, Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm getting claustrophobic. I got panicked because my, my fucking chin was rubbing it in the back I'm of my head. I was like, The oh. very minute it went on, a second after it hit his face, he's like, Oh, fuck. I'm getting claustrophobic. He's like, Steve, let's do this. Let's do this video now. Let's do it now. And then he goes to his room to do the video to talk. And while he's sitting there, it's like he's supposed to be intro in a video he's like okay did we post right. it not yet. not yet we're working on it's like two hours long yeah, it's the very first drunk people in costumes party that was here at this sausage castle sausage castle eight i tell you what the intro video is not two hours long because <laughs> five seconds into <laughs> it he was like oh fuck i'm getting claustrophobic guys oh fuck he goes i'm gonna have a panic attack <laughs> it's like it on was, the video yeah it was more about me having a panic attack with this helmet on than it was about me intro. One the video. time, Mike had a panic attack because he had these cowboy boots on and they were too tight. We were doing a putt putt tournament before the podcast, Ugh. and he had these super tight cowboy boots on, and then they couldn't get them off him. And I'm in the podcast room getting ready to set I'm up. I'm freaking out. You just talking about him flashbacks, oh, guys. All I hear from the podcast room, which is the other side of the house, is Miguel. Help! And I took off thinking, oh my, because Mike never calls like that. I was like fucking flinging yeah. my foot. So I, try, I, I waddled my fat ass as fast as I could in there, and I get in there, and Courtney, and Courtney's like, he's freaking out because he can't get his boots off. And he's like, I'm having a goddamn panic attack. Bro, it's imagine all in my mind, if right too. Then, imagine the if right out. then I put the fucking helmet on you. <laughs> oh, God. I would have spontaneously com- fucking Remember, this exploded. Is the, this is the same guy who wanted to be a fighter pilot once. <laughs> yeah, I only took one trip to one of those go indoor go-kart places <laughs> i was also a little heavier back then yeah but i put on the little mask that they give you like the head the yeah. head piece mask because like we, we go to andretti's and a lot of the other go-kart places where they go fast so they give you like that little ski mask looking thing and then a real race mask it's like a head condom yeah you're like oh put on this thing that everyone else has been wearing you, god knows when they wash the shit i didn't see no oh, washing dryer they there. put it yeah it, yeah it rotates right back I, the first time i went to one of those go-kart places i spent a thousand dollars at a gift shop before i actually went <laughs> into the actual go-kart what did you buy at the gift shop some, some gopros <laughs> i was like oh i'll take the 3d one too you know how marked up you know how marked up a gopro at a go-kart gift shop is yeah it was bad <laughs> But hey, uh, we still got them. I think I saw one laying around. Like every day, I see one just laying around. Like, what? What do you think would I tell you? I tell you where I felt the most claustrophobic. I was back when I was doing morning radio. We had a uh, a guy come in, and they talked to us about like hazmat and all that stuff. Is you ever you know those boring segments you have on oh, morning yeah. radio where you're like, we got a hazmat guy, and then radio guys like, fucking let him in. We need time. We're, it's a five hour show, so like bring the hazmat guy in. So uh, he was talking to us about like you know. Has, and they had a suit, and he was like, oh, you could fit in the suit. 
And I was like, really? And I always get, ex- as a fat dude, I always get excited when they're like, you could fit in the beekeeper outfit. You know, I'm like, really? Because now I'm like, I didn't, I didn't even want to ask because I didn't want to embarrass myself that I couldn't fit in it, you know? So he's like, no, you could fit in it. He's like, bro, he's like, they're made for big people too. And I was like, oh. So I put the suit on. It was, it was right on me, but it was zipping up and stuff. Everything was cool. Then they put the mask on me, and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then about four minutes into it, all I could feel was my own hot air in the mask from mm. breathing. And I started being like, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. And I didn't feel like claustrophobic as much as I felt my head. Like, if you would have just taken the mask off, I'd have been fine, bro. <laughs> so we were doing paintball uh, one year at an outdoor paintball place, and it was late at night. It was one of those opens like 5 a.m. And we went for Roddy Rob's birthday and a bunch of other veteran guys. And they were all getting fucking wasted. And I was sober. And I remember being cold outside. And I had the mask. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm, like, wearing, like, a sweater and shit because I didn't get want to get yeah, fucked yeah. up. Plus, it's cold out. I didn't want to get hit by paintball. Paintball in the cold is better than paintball in the hot, though, man. Well, until you fucking get bunkered down to one's little tunnels. And all of a sudden, your little shitty rental mask starts fogging up. <laughs> and you're like, I take this shit serious. So I'm over here having... ROTC flashbacks. <laughs> I'm fucking hiding in this little ROTC bunker. ROTC Rangers lead the way. Yeah. I'm over here hiding down this little bunker. And all of a sudden, my whole fucking... Were you heavier then, too? Oh, way heavier. Yeah. I was like 150 pounds heavier. Yeah. And I was all fogged up. And all I could hear is... Here I am fucking Vietnam Charlie flashbacks. Like, no! And I'm like, yo, I'm. I don't know why... But when I play that shit, I, I take it serious because I'm like, I'm acting as if one goddamn paintball hits me. And you're dead. I'm dead. So I'm like, all right. My hopper's like opening them up. I'm spilling paintballs everywhere. I'm kind of like low-key kind of panicking. I'm fogged up. I, I went to go take it off. And I go, it got, I got hit in the ear. And I'm that guy that like, yeah. if I get hit. I'm not going to let you know I got hit unless oh, you can tell I got hit. You're a cheater. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, all in fair is love and war. When you're down there in the fucking the bunker, you're starting to have some fucking Vietnam ROTC flashbacks, and you're all fogged up. So I was like, oh, shit, I don't know. So I had to put the mask back on, and at this point, I'm like, fuck, I can't do nothing. So I'm trying to keep the hopper closed. I'm like just putting my hand up. They're trying to shoot. I, I can't even move. They just roll up on me. They'll just blast me. I'm just laying there. I don't even see them come on me. I was like, <sighs> like freaking the fuck out. They're like, you want to go another round? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Same thing at that indoor skydive place. Oh, yeah, when they put you in the suit. I took uh, one, of the, one of the kids. Legless. Uh, leg, uh, <laughs> JB, Miguel, okay. Yes, he had no legs. So we nicknamed him Legolas. You nicknamed you. I nicknamed him Legolas. Yes, you did. And I'll give you credit for that. Yes. You can have all that credit yes. for that one. So and, and, and I'll go. I, I'm not going to name names, but I doubt we've used his real name in conversations all right, as well, many times as I've referred to him as Legolas. Well, let's just say the the child that we helped for Christmas that had no legs, named JB. Um, <laughs> We did a little follow up. I wanted to make sure, you know, his mom hadn't sold him for some heroin or something. <laughs> so uh, I fucking took him out one night to to fucking the indoor skydive place, and um, they were like, "Oh, you got to wear this flight suit." I'm like, "Oh, what? Like, oh, am I gonna fit that shit?" And they're like these like 
like wannabe NASA looking flight suits that are basically dicky onesies. And I like, yo, I don't know if I can fit this. And I'm like, oh yeah, everyone can fit. We Shaq has worn one of these. I'm like, they always in Orlando if they want to make yes. you feel good, they tell you Shaq has done it. Yes. And I'm like, that's cool. Shaq doesn't have a big ass fucking belly like me. Yeah, Shaq is just gigantic. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm that's my homie. I, I, me and Shaq are friends. So I'll put on your fucking jumpsuit. So I get about right up to the waist, and all of a sudden, mm, it does not want to go no further. And then it's like when the people work somewhere, they tell you one thing, but then all of a sudden you're like, mm, really? And then they start kind of low-key panicking, so they start trying harder. And they're like, okay, stuck it in. I'm like, Ooh. I said, oh, God, oh, God. Oh God. And he's like, trying to rip up the zipper, and he gets it all the way up. And I'm like, oh, God, how am I going to move? I'm like, like. Uh, like, like a Christmas story when the kids in the in yes. the, the little fucking the jackets. Yes, I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm then I'm supposed to do the fun part. I'm thinking, yo, this fucking wind tunnel is just gonna push me up in this indoor skydive thing, and it's gonna be wee wee. I'm thinking like, oh cool. Well, fucking as soon as I get in there, I'm not going up, <laughs> and then I'm about to go ass over, and then I'm like start panicking, and I have this whole like head thing on. I started fucking freaking out again, and I'm about to fucking like the Incredible Hulk rip this whole goddamn dicky suit off me, and I moved the body. You ever move a part where it's like, oh shit, I just made it worse. Yeah, it's like when I was in that fucking MRI. Uh, sta- it was a stand-up MRI. What they really should call it is lay down a really fucking awkward position on the bone that actually hurts you that you're getting investigated on, and then you stand there and you're like, you can hear the machine. Okay, Mike, please don't move. If you move, we have to do this all over again. 30 minutes. I'm like, what? <laughs> I got to lay like this for 30 fucking minutes. <laughs> I'm about to break this thing like a fucking X-Men character. I'm, like sit, I'm sitting in the SUV, of- just listening to the music. You see in the rearview mirror, Mike's fighting all the nurses. And I'm oh, dude, I was like- going to have a meltdown. <laughs> like, I don't belong in this cage. <laughs> I was like, this is the stand-up MRI? Like, what happens if I was oh, really, really obese? Like, I was like, yo... Who the fuck is doing Shamu's fucking goddamn MRI? I'll take me to SeaWorld, motherfucker. Roll me in. We dress you to this up like, a, like a walrus with two yes. like, fucking tusky. I got some big ass teeth. I'll pass for a baby walrus. Hey, I got to take my baby walrus into your MRI. Is that cool? Yes. Sign, <laughs> sign me up, motherfucker. Please. Dear God. Did you end up flying in the sky and everything? Did you end up getting air? Yeah, I got, I got some air, but I was like, ooh. I was like, ooh, I'm not. How about JB? Oh, yeah. He, he just flew to the roof. <laughs> yeah. He's just like a he just waste. He flew out the building. <laughs> he got sucked up into the turbine. Yeah. They're like, all right, just put your arms and let. Just have fun, kid. <laughs> He's just I'm, spinning like, in a circle. So if you're an OG follower, which you might be, uh, if you listen to this uh, shit, so you might know who uh, JB, a.k.a. Legless is. Legless. We, uh, his, I, I, it was the first year, I think, that I had posted that I was looking for a single mom. It was the year uh, uh, Mitchell was with us from, uh, yeah. from Vice. And I remember, like, just being so happy and excited and caught up in the moment of all the, like, the cool things we were doing. We spoiled them. We spent thousands of dollars on Oh, yeah. Like, had his house cleaned, had it exterminated. We had to have an exterminator come over because while we were at the house, we were like, oh, no. Yeah. No, no. He was literally like walk. He, he crawls. He walks. How do I? 
I'll let you step on this one. Cause All right. <laughs> how would you? What what horror movie would you explain how his movement was? Ever seen any of those movies where somebody's on like a like a skateboard and they ain't got no legs and they just drag themselves like that wheelie board? Yeah. Well, JB does that without the skateboard. I was thinking he more like he literally lifts his torso up and uses his hands and monkey crawls on them. So I was thinking more like Alien. When someone gets stuck in one of the like, you gotta close the door, we're all oh, gonna they die. Chop him in half. And they chop him in half and he's starting starting to crawl yeah. up. That's how but this motherfucker uh and is he, faster than everyone of oh, us. Oh yeah. We shut down Gatorland. We had a yeah. private private Gatorland experience. Yeah, we did all kinds of awesome things, took him out shopping. And it was Mike like, LA, like me, him, Gatorland. And you know all those alligators were like, This is the fucking meal we've dreamed Mike of. Mike Busey, big LA, yeah. and a child with no legs. Let me on the goddamn boardwalk. <laughs> yeah. And then we're at night too, so they're they're hungry. They're 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 fucking predators yeah. that eat at night. All we can see is thousands of eyes. Just orange red eyes just glowing. And we could just hear them like slashing through the water and shit. And Legolas is just fucking running around Gatorland. He's flying, and yeah. me and Big LA over dying of a diabetic heart attack, like having to stop every fucking couple yards at a picnic bench and sit down. We had our one guy come uh, give him a haircut. George came, right? Yeah, George came. We we did all these cool things. What sucked is, is that I didn't realize the first time we were there that his mom. Was just like really a basically a piece of shit. Piece of shit with a drug problem. I've never talked about this publicly, nah, so feel special. Yeah, because I did, I just didn't want to ruin the magic of it, but I didn't notice it until the second time when I took him out skydiving, and his mom was like ordering like I bought dinner, and she's like, "Yeah, let me get a do and she told me she was a single mom, but yet her shitty methamphetamine boyfriend, yeah. Baby daddy was, like, living in the garage, and, like, she definitely misses some teeth. Yeah. Whatever, hey. To us, the first time we came over, we just thought she's suffering hard times. But then the more we realized, we realized a lot of these hard times were brought on by her decisions. Yeah, and that, and she was definitely using her son, JB, as, like, a meal ticket. Like, yeah, we're suing. We're suing uh, Universal because they wouldn't let my son on. I was like... Oh. She was like, they wouldn't let him on the roller coaster. I was like, he's going to fall right the fuck out. That's <laughs> like, it's probably a reason. Yeah. He don't got no goddamn legs, you bitch. Yeah, she's like, they told me that the lap bar wouldn't protect him. And I said, don't you make him feel different? <laughs> so we was on Manta and he fell out. That's when political correctness goes wrong. Like, no, treat me the same. Treat me just like everybody. It's a footlocker, homie. I can't help you. <laughs> I don't got gloves. Yeah, so fucking... <laughs> I, well, I took him out to dinner, and this is the second time I hung out with him. And uh, my heart was broken because I was realizing, I'm like, damn, I'm never going to have to, I'm never going to be able to see this, this kid again to help him, you know, because his mom's this piece of shit drug addict that has a lazy piece of shit boyfriend. And the only one that really cared for him was his grandma, and that's the one who we could tell who was really grateful for everything. Yeah, she was sweetheart. This bitch, the mom, had nerve to be like, well, what about me? What do I yeah. do? Yeah. She was saying this shit. Yeah. The first time we went there, we showed up in a short bus. I, I, I spray-painted Big L.A. with asbestos <laughs> and uh, a, a, a mesothelioma. Yeah, we gave him mesothelioma <laughs> by spraying him with all that fucking that, uh, that, uh, snowball paint. The fake snow paint. you paint on your windows. 
you know, in the, back in the 80s and 90s yeah. and shit. So here I am fucking loading them up. And we show up. We're singing Christmas carols. There's yeah. like it, it is like oh mind you too we go shopping in Walmart to go buy some more toys for everybody we leave Big LA alone in the short bus we come back he's eating all the food the canned foods that we collected yeah there's nothing but SpaghettiO cans all outside of the fucking bus this motherfucking piece of shit I guess has been hollering at her oh yeah so Big we didn't LA, know yeah. they were on like some like low key OnlyFans like hey you want to meet up we don't after we after can't the confirm initial or deny meeting, anything. Big LA, after our initial Christmas saving and giving JB all these toys and coming by, Big LA keeps in contact with his crackhead mom, and Big LA's hollering at her. Yeah, and I don't know that. So I'm here, I'm sitting with Big LA, he's shirtless, I got legless next to me, and dope fiend mom, we're sitting in a kilted tilt on iDrive in Orlando, Florida, hot chick goes, hey, aren't you Mike Busey? I'm like, yeah. She comes to him and is like... Oh, so what's going on? She's like really confused. She sees like big LA with no shirt, and we're sitting in a restaurant. Crackhead mom. Crackhead mom. Half a kid. You know? <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock at night. Like, it's right. like the most fucked up magic act you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. like, we lost the other end of the box, so we took him out to eat. You know? Yeah, it's like a really shitty give kids the world fucking yeah. day, day date. And um, I, I, I start to hear her say like, I can see her like getting like really tired. The mom, right? Yeah, yeah. the mom's like getting really tired. Uh, it's alright. I've been up all night loving my son. She was like, <laughs> loving my son makes my arms itch. I'm such a good mom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when we went to do the actual skydiving thing, this fucking bitch, and I'm say, I'll say it to her face, fuck her. I'm over it as being silent. Yeah. I'm tired, Miguel. I'm tired of being quiet. I'm don't tired. Hold it back. Tired of being political crap. Don't, don't want it no more. Don't I don't want it in my it life, back, man. No, I'm tired of it. I hope this, someone send this bitch's podcast. Fuck her, fucking bitch. And tell the kid Legolas is a term of endearment. Yeah, no, that's our homie. He, yeah. he's, he's gonna be 18 soon, hopefully. Yeah, and then he can come over here. Yeah, and we'll, we'll give him some new magic legs. Yeah, magic legs. No, nah, man, it's just a pogo stick. <laughs> pogo stick with duct tape. Do you? Do you? He's just flying around. I'll shave my head bald and I ride around in a wheelchair like excellent mutants. Unite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> oh, now y'all, now y'all get the Professor X fucking <laughs> reference, you motherfuckers. Excellent mutants. <laughs> <laughs> no, so anyway. So <laughs> All right. If you're offended by that, you're listening to the wrong podcast. Yeah, okay? man. This is our dog. We love him. Yeah. Um, and he loves us. And um, his mom's a piece of shit. Cause uh, at the she fucking- probably sold his legs for dope. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> I didn't know everything until later on, like that night, because we were so like emotionally and physically exhausted being with their family. Because this is like a you ever seen those uh, ABC home makeover shows? It's like that on a budget with no production, and we're all pulling together with a yeah. bunch of degenerate strippers and five hundred pound fucking. Dudes and fucking midgets and, here's and the drunks we're passed all, out. We're also having to wrangle our people because LA is doing nothing to help. We're having yeah. to make him do everything. Some of the girls are doing nothing to help. Well, one year, we will wobble just falls asleep at a random person's house. <laughs> and then we're like, well, how do we explain this? We got to get him the fuck out of here. This family's about to be home from Disney World. We got to get him the fuck out of here. He's like, ah, oh, guys, I'm fucking wasted. Leave me alone. And I have a TikTok, and I'm embarrassed to say I do, but I have one just to park my name and shit. But if you follow my TikTok, Mike Busey, it's just at Mike Busey. Um, one of the videos that have millions of views is from a Christmas special. 
And I also sprayed Weeble Wobble with the mesothelium you know, spray. fake snow spray. And he had just got some crazy LASIK eye surgery. He had a lazy eye. And his eyes are bloodshot. And he's like, <laughs> And then this video is like three seconds long. It has millions of views. And it's like the most seen TikTok thing I have. And I, I don't have that many followers. But uh, sometimes when we're doing these houses, because we're saving Christmas, we're in the house, you know, painting, fixing things like that. But also, remember, it's the Sausage Castle family. So people in our crew will beef about charity the oh yeah people be like motherfucker you ain't even fucking painting that wall right bianca's ever fighting with the girls yeah. about, bitch give me that give me that book i'll show you how to mop yeah that they're like so literally we'll come back into the house because what'll happen is michael be on the phone trying to make like christmas happen i'll be running around Miracles the stores on a budget i'm over running every furniture store trying to make deals because we what'll happen is we'll get there to save christmas and while we're there we'll be like fuck they have no furniture yeah. they have no this so we're like okay let's get them furniture all right but it's like two days before christmas Let, let's go take the truck and blah 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 so while this is all going we're all trying on, to do this why a family has been pulled away yeah well we, we didn't have even a know Canadian they were Degenerate taking him to Disney World to yeah, buy J- time. To JT's stall. like, hey, check out, check out Disney. It's pretty good, huh? Let me go get some beer. You know, yeah. <laughs> JT like, brings them back. JT's with the family, wasted. JT. Yeah, yeah. So, and then while while we're gone, the children are all fucking. And by children, I don't mean their their children. I mean our children. Yeah. We'll come back and they'll be like fucking. Somebody be like, you better tell Bianca I'll fuck her up right now if she don't let me hang these goddamn Christmas lights. Bianca's like, bitch, and if neighbors, you touch the fucking Christmas lights, I will fuck you up. <laughs> meanwhile, the neighbors are like just one finger pressed from calling nine one one. Yeah, they're all just outside. Neighbors that never care. There's like, hmm. And we're always trying to buy them some shitty car because they always need a car. And we're like down to our last thousand. So we got randos showing up with like vans. Oh, yeah. I remember uh, one, one of our mechanics had to inspect a car. And in the van, the minivan I tried to buy, it wasn't even the same minivan in the ad. Yeah. It just showed up with a different minivan. We're like, uh, where's the minivan? We're like, this is the same same color. What the fuck is this? He's good as minivan. (laughs) Yeah, then you got like just degenerate, retarded friends of mine. And then you got like Midget Mac and Hot Rod just smoking blunts outside. Outside the front of this house. All the neighbors are around and they're sitting there just smoking blunts outside. Uh, Midget Mac always just holding something like he's working. Like he'll just be holding a reef in the middle of the yard smoking a blunt. And we're hey, like, midgets are notorious for that shit. Midgets think that they don't have to do shit because all you pandering motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, oh, this poor midget. Oh, look at oh, it. Oh, look at the wee midget. Don't. Oh, don't talk to the yeah. midget like that. Remember, midgets almost conquered Earth in the year three hundred. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's science. Yeah, y'all are the motherfucking pussies. That let all this yeah. fucking midget delinquencies Mm-mm. go down. For you know this what long. happens too when a midget sees like a Legolas kid? They're like, fuck. I got no power here. <laughs> oh, they're going to help him up the ramp yeah. faster than me. God damn it. Damn, I need that bitch to reach the coffee maker. Yeah. Now what, do I, what, now what am I going to do? And then we got Brian Idol as like the plumber. He's like, yeah, fucking, like, okay, yeah, I got to fucking fix the pipes over here. And so Brian Idol's complaining, but he's also like shirtless now for no reason. He's just like, yeah, I'm working on these pipes over here. Uh, you know, you see how good I look working on these pipes over here? She did the, the, the grandma wanted to fuck. If she you, definitely wanted to fuck. If you've never seen one of our Christmas specials, I, I, know, I don't think any of them are on YouTube anymore. I, um, I it's one know. of the few things I let my family see when they ask me, like, hey, <laughs> yeah. what, what do you do with Mike Music? I'm like, 
Let me show you the Christmas special. <laughs> They're what? like, what's this what? gathering at the Juggalos performance? Like, that computer broke. <laughs> Miguel's like throwing water on it. Well, no, hey, one time I was coming over, hey, real quick, I was coming over to my mom's house. I was driving and I was like, what are you doing? And she was like, oh, I'm with your Titi Rosa and your abuela. And I was like, oh, cool. I was like, what are you guys doing? She's yeah. like, yeah, she was like, oh, I wanted to show them uh, the Mike Busey Christmas special. And I was like, Don't, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. And she's I'll like, find it. Yeah, she's like, well, just tell me where. I was like, I'll Google it. I was like five minutes away. I was You're like, like, Mom, I'm like me, me, I do not want you guys in front of my grandmother and my aunt to Google <laughs> Mike Busey <laughs> and then have to sort through me standing there as drones pull flags out of asses <laughs> or you won't with a squirter. And then I'm like, no, where's the legless kid? Where's the legless kid? And then the end of it, it's thank you, Jenny Jizz and the cum artists. <laughs> Oh man! You know what we did that year. Also, we also that year we went. They all blend to, together. We went to people's houses and didn't tell them anything and just showed up with a camera crew and we were like, "Hey guys!" Like uh, we went to Caskies uh, and a couple other people's and we were like, "So what are you donating for the single moms or do you hate single moms?" With cameras rolling at their door. <laughs> I had to make these bum ass famous friends of mine to pay up, man. I had to be like, "Yo, I need some help." We called Scott Herman and we were like, "Hey, Scott Herman, man, you're on uh, live right now. We're filming this." He's like, "What's <laughs> up, my guys?" Lawyer. Yeah, we're like, "So why do you hate single moms?" He's like, "I." I don't hate single moms. So like, Great, I can put you down for a thousand. Yeah, he's like, God damn, Mike. He's like, I can do five hundred. <laughs> That's the best I can do. I was like, Ah, oh, come on, man. Hit I'll send up. a couple more DUIs your way. Yeah, we hit people up on live with, Why do you hate single moms? So take you back to kill the tilt. Oh, tilt, tilt to kill dinner time. Uh, no, this was me. I derailed this one. Uh, Tilted kilt dinner time. So this uh, heroin ass bitch keeps going to the bathroom right. for like 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, it's getting late. They're, they're closing down shit. She comes down and is like, oh, hey, can, um, can I get a couple things to go? And I'm like looking. And you never want, know when someone asks. When you're trying to do something nice for somebody. Yeah. And then they take it a little too far. And you still don't say no. But you look at them like, what yeah. the fuck? This bitch... Not only ordered her food, but ordered dessert. And then I got her kid some. Me, of course, Big LA, because he didn't have no money. And then and then I fucking, uh, I think this is the same time I found out Big LA was stealing my credit card and was using it for fucking. No, that was just shit. That, we found that out around the time we had that, that barbecue debacle where he wanted you to pay for the barbecue. Oh, he showed up some random sketchy uh, dude. From the from the neighborhood, yeah. Real, real quick, I'll give you guys this one. A little LA. side story. We go, yeah. Little, little side Mi- quest. Little Mike this Busey. Is, this is this is Miguel Cologne uh, channels Mike Busey today. Uh, L.A. We come back from me and Mike running around, and L.A. had ran into some random some barbecue Jam- dude, some old Jamaican yeah, guy, yeah, some some Jamaican barbecue dude on the side of the road. That's my way of saying he was black. And L.A. runs up. To him. Did you like that? That and, was good, right? And L.A. Uh, L.A. comes up to me. He's like, "Yo, check he it was. out." He was. He was. <laughs> he goes. <laughs> L.A. comes up to me. He's like, "Yo." I got this dude over here, and uh, he going to hook us up with all this barbecue. It's already set up. It wasn't even good barbecue. It's already set up, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, already like, it's got, I was like, Ellie, it's got nothing to do with me. So What were you doing do- that day? Were you having a party or something? No, we were running. We, me and you were like, it was like me, you, and Tim Valley were out somewhere. Uh, I don't remember what we were doing. We were picking stuff up for something. I think we were building something. We were working, yeah. and then all of a sudden, this Ellie. Jamaican dude and his wife show up at the house, and we're like, huh, and there's another yeah. Jamaican guy. And, they and then <laughs> next thing they're, they're setting, setting up, barbecue. up this like, kind of like buffet thing. So L.A.'s telling us, yeah, man, all I got to do is plug them. And uh, Meanwhile, he's already like 12 ribs deep. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. I got to plug them and they're going to hook us up with this food. We're like, carry on. Uh, oh, you know what it was? The weed guys were in town. The weed growers. 
And I had gone to pick up food. I, you were you were asleep, and when you woke up, uh, I had gone to pick up food with them with Tim Valley. So we already had a bunch of gators. And he's like, "Oh no, I got all this." So I was like, "Okay." So then Mike's there. Mike's you know waking up. Mike's walking around, and then L.A. comes up to me, guys. This is the best part. He walks up to me. He's like, "Yo, let me holler at you real quick." I'm like, "What's up, L.A.?" He's like, "And um, for y'all that don't know, L.A. is I love him. I love him to death. But he is one scheming, scheming hustling, hustling, bullshitting ass." Trying to fuck somebody's shit all up. Always got an angle that involves him winning and you paying. Yeah. So he comes up. He's like, let me holler at you real quick. At the same moment LA's hollering at me, Mike is looking over for the first time his like uh, e-pass bills. And something's not adding up. You got a good memory. I don't yeah. remember this. Yeah. Mike is looking over his e-pass bills and something's not adding up. And while this is happening. For the, LA, for the tolls. Yeah, for the tolls. L.A. comes up to me, and L.A.'s like, let me holler. I was like, well, he's like, all right, man, so, yo, usually they charge, like, 800 for all this. And I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, they're saying they're going to do it to us for four. And I was like, fuck you, meet us. He's like, yeah, man, I figure, you know, Mike throw the four down. I was like, boy, no. I was like, we're not paying for a fucking dime of this shit. Didn't we already just eat, like, a big meal That's why I picked up all the food from Gators for yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, That's right, that's right. Yeah, and so I'm like, we're not paying a dime of this shit. We didn't even want this shit. I was like, you put this together. He's like, oh, yo, listen, man. Listen. And so as this is occurring. It's like the time that our old website guys, uh, fucking daughter came over here with some crackhead marble cigarette smoking lady like they were doing the doing the door-to-door meat salesman with oh, the frozen yeah. meat. they were like can i she's like can i smoke a cigarette i'm like i'm like you're in my bedroom bitch like you're in my i sleep 10 feet behind you like and she's got this like coffin of fucking frozen meats and she's trying to tell me oh this right here is the fucking fillet this is the best fillet you've ever had i'm like madam it's as thick as a pencil she's like you know? listen i'll let it all go for twelve hundred dollars i had to go next door but tony he wasn't answering so uh i was like you better go fucking find tony have you ever been guys if you're young and you're growing up you're, and someone ever comes to your house with frozen meats <laughs> yeah. just know they didn't accidentally show up yeah. they're there to hustle you yeah. There's a story behind it. There is. Now, I give you, this is the only time I allow you to buy meats from somebody that's not a store. If you are in New York or Chicago or some big city and some fucking Italian dude and he's got a truckload of meat there. That's a good score. Is he a, a ski mask in yeah. his back pocket? Because he just killed somebody for that truck of meat, but you're about to get a deal. Hell yeah. So L.A. tries to sell us this fucking barbecue. We say no. At the same time, Mike comes out and finds out L.A. has had Mike's fucking credit card hooked up to his toll e-pass. And for like two years, L.A. has been racking up tolls on Mike's and hasn't even paid. So now he owes the $400 right now for the barbecue and like the $800 Mike just found out he owes in tolls. And he's like stuck for $1,200. And you look look at L.A. and this big fucker is literally cornered. His eyes are open. He's like, oh, God. He's got barbecue sauce all over his face still. He's got a couple of ribs in his top of his shirt pocket. Like a pencil protector. He's like, <laughs> and we're like, and he'll try you. He'll stare at you. He'll stare you down for 30 seconds. LA's got 30 seconds stare. Like, what? What? And you keep looking. You get, it's, like a, it's like a Mexican standoff. You're like, you just stare right into his eye. And eventually he started like, ah, he started cracking. <laughs> you got me, Mike. I'm robbed. like, you motherfucker. Yeah. That is LA's response to robbing you. Ah, fucking guy. What a story we're going to have. He's probably going to hit us up and be like, yo, man, uh, y'all owe me for that podcast episode when you used my uh, my story. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can tell you. But Tilted Kilt. So we're, we're uh, 
I'm basically ordering all this food. And then she's like, yeah, can I get like another another dinner? For, I'm like, who is this for? It's like, for me, for later. She's about to trade food for heroin. Yeah. This bitch is in the bathroom like falling asleep. I have her fucking child who's like, what, like 11 years old? At that time, yeah. And I'm just sitting there with a 500-pound black guy and a legless child that killed a till at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And there's some heroin addict fucking bitch trying to scheme and she's bitching about how she didn't get to go skydiving and and how last time we came she's sitting there like complaining and i'm like for the decency of the child i'm like just smiling like oh my god <laughs> this kid's fucked this yeah. kid's fucked and i'm thinking i know there's a pawn shop with his legs sitting up there i find out that she's our, she's ordering food for the piece of shit boyfriend baby daddy that's home like living in her garage that didn't do anything but watch us like make Christmas for his kid. Yeah. And as he pulls up in this like dope boy, like uh Chevy with rims and shit and the whole sound system and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I hate when people want help, but yet they're not willing to do whatever it takes to get that help. Like I said, we knew a guy who had a fucking GoFundMe going and had three cars and hadn't sold one of them yet. I understand you might need one car to keep working, but if you've got three cars and a GoFundMe, no. go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. Sell I mean, two of them. Sell all your shit. Sell all your shit. Then be like, I need help. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a weird thing, man. You know, because I think a lot of that a lot of stuff is like, especially on GoFundMe. I I I believe a lot of it's for good, but I think a lot of it like every day I get sent to GoFundMe every day. Every single day. Sometimes I read them and they're like, yo, Mike, my brother, he died in a fire and we're just looking for help, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, this is rough. And then I read someone's like, yo, Mike, I'm trying to pursue my dream of being a tattoo artist. I quit my job and said, fuck my responsibilities. Yeah. I want you to help pay for my dream. Oh, I could, I could, we could do a whole podcast on the messages I get because I, I do help a lot and I do whatever I can. But now I try to do it more secretively, and I don't, I don't like trying to, like, I, I used to get bitched at when people would say, oh, you don't, like, you need to film this, and you need to, like, let people know this other side of you, and you can also inspire other people to do things and, and, and make the world a little better place, and I, I got kind of like, all right, I get it, and then I, I realized, like, it's not necessarily... Like, there's Christmas specials that we filmed that we never put out. Not because we have really shitty, horrible, slow editors. Uh, I'm talking about this before you, Chris and Steven. But this is like, you know, fucking 10-plus years ago. There was just certain times where the the situation was so, like, so awkward or emotional. And you didn't want to portray someone such such a shitty way. Because you want to keep it positive, and you know, and a lot. I think a lot of YouTubers and like whoever. I think some of them were doing it for maybe the wrong reasons, and I think some of them were doing it for great reasons. But then I hear, I've heard people say like, "What does it matter as long as someone's actually benefiting?" And I kind of like that. So I'm okay, even though they might be douchey. And I think I feel like. It's case by case scenario. You can tell when someone's like doing something for the right reason, and sometimes when you can tell when they're doing it for the wrong reason. And there's a lot of corny like shit 
where they roll up on a homeless person, like, yo, and then some of it's, like, really, like, I don't know, really fucking amazing. And uh, I, you just can't really decipher. And I'm okay with that because if, if you make content and you're filming that, and that enables you to do the things you're doing. To me, to me, this is how I look at it, honestly. So they, they win no matter yeah. what. The, the way but I it, look at it is, like, when you find out that, like, people who are CEOs of charities make a lot of money. Well, I understand, though. If I'm going to need a good CEO to run this charity, I'm going to have to attract somebody that wants to make some money. And that's the same way I look at it. When these influencers are doing these charity things, but I know they're just doing it for themselves, I don't give a fuck because I because it's still more than I've done a lot of times, and it's still helping somebody out. So maybe you don't look at them and think they're the greatest person in the world, but you give credit to the hustle and what they're doing, and they are helping somebody. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. Like... I can be on either side of the fence of it. I mean, Lord knows if I fucking filmed every nice thing I fucking did. Jesus, it's like our it's like our veterans party. There are people that hit us up and they're like, "It's a big gimmick." Part of it is to get attention, but the reason we want attention is because we want to get attention to the issue of veterans' needs. So we do kind of play the gimmick role to make sure that every year there's somebody covering the fact that uh, you know we're having this veterans party to help with the veterans' needs. And then also, then they get into asking questions, and that's the key, because at first they're like, so you got a blowjob for veterans party. We're like, yeah, and we're like, what's the most important part? We're like, well, the most important part for us is getting veterans out the house, getting them together, spending time with each other, having a community, being involved, yeah, and the, not feeling the alone they, they, they haven't felt in a while. Yeah. And these, these are their words, not mine. Yeah. I mean, there's so many times that I am able to use my notoriety. I am able to use um, It's like you say, my resources. You're, you're the pastor who serves beer at church. The yeah. beer gets them in. But the fellowship keeps them. Yeah. And we have a lot of longtime faithful members that are veterans that came to us from that. And, and anyone that doesn't follow me or knows me, like, that's, that's my shit I love. Like, out of all the groups of people out there, I will always have a sweet spot for the men and women who serve the country. So, yeah. Uh, Tilt to kill dad, though. The blowjob parties will continue. So November 11th, Veterans Day. Uh, if you're a veteran, you don't have to be a member. It costs nothing. Uh, you're going to get your dick sucked. You're going to have a good time. And you're going to get fed and plenty of drinks and plenty of fun and excitement and entertainment. And uh, the last, I don't know, I don't know, decade we've been doing this shit. Yeah. It's been going on for a while. And the it's. I feel like this year is going to be even more exciting since the fact that we have um, horribly pulled out of Afghanistan. I'm I'm glad we're out of there, even though I think that was the worst pullout job in the history of pullouts. But uh, back to I've, back to fucking kill the tilt. I realize I'm buying everyone's dinner, and then I'm buying shitbag fucking piece of shit boyfriend's dinner. Then uh, she goes back into the bathroom like, "What the fuck? This bitch got diarrhea or something." <laughs> And I I'm, eat a lot of carbs, and it makes my veins pop out. <laughs> so by that time, like, everyone's, like, closing and putting up bar stools and shit, wiping down tables. And some of the girls are like, hey, you're the guy with the party house. And they're like, so, who's your friends? I'm like, oh, God. That question, let me tell you guys, that question is the most judgmental question any pretty uh, girl could ask you. Who are your friends? I was like, oh, this is my buddy JB. He ain't uh, got no legs because of Nam. Well... <laughs> 
<laughs> he's got that rare disease. He stays looking like a child. He got forever. that Benjamin Button, and he's a wounded warrior. <laughs> he's a really pale Gary Coleman. He's sixty-seven years old. Did two tours. Was in Da Nang. He'll stab you, bitch, in a second. He was a tunnel rat. Collapsed on him. Stayed Damn, he would for... make a great tunnel rat. Oh my god, JD would be the best tunnel rat. He'd he... just be <laughs> like a mole. <laughs> So, Jimmy Mao is JB. It's JB. <laughs> it's the mole. It's the marine mole. <laughs> He's just crawling through tunnels, moving like a trimmer, <laughs> just you know, I have swimming a, through the dirt. <laughs> I have a dream that one day, when he's eighteen, he'll just come live here. <laughs> you want JB here? I think he deserves to be here because, like, at his young age, he had the best attitude about life. I mean, be, imagine, you know, having the odds stacked against you even being alive. And I just wonder it. how, like, how, how, like, puberty hit him. Yeah, because he start, puberty he started, changes you, man. Yeah, but hopefully he'll remember, like, I'm sure he won't forget me. Uh, he's sitting there right now smoking a Newport. He's like, remember when that fat fuck took me skydiving so his buddy could try to fuck my mom? <laughs> oh, God. They didn't bring my dad food, fucking asshole. Well, that's the funny part. When Here, we got fix back. Me Tie me off. Fix me up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to sky fly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, give me the new vein, though, man. I'm tired of that one. That one's dying. <laughs> Mama! Mama, get the kit! <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to hell, sir. So, um, oh, police are coming. Let me tunnel out of here. <laughs> oh man <laughs> I love you JB I miss you dog like, just yeah, go, hurry up and get 18 I hope you can I hope you can live it to that long that fucking piece of shit mom of yours go fuck yourself boozy okay yeah. I don't need you I don't need nobody but my mama and that fucking hair on <laughs> and it sucks because you, you can tell how much he loves her but it didn't take but the second meeting of me like kind of focusing on her and seeing like oh my god and I'm like, and LA's fucking like, I think he's like, like, like you said, he's texting her like, yo, what's oh, up? Oh, when she's in the bathroom, no, no, yeah. listen, when he's in the bathroom, he pulls out his phone, he's like, yo, check it out. And I, I go, love how he's proud of this. I go, ew, what the fuck is that? I was like, oh, no, is that her? And it's like her and some like 90 and shit. Oh. He was, he was like sexting with her. I'm just like, I'm just like getting to puke all over JB. Isn't it weird when you see and the- my fucking, <laughs> my Ruben fucking sandwich? <laughs> Isn't it worse when the two least desirable people in the world are like going back and forth, texting and sexting, and then they, one of them's proud to you. They're like, yo, check it out. Yeah. See that? See that? I've been fucking texting her. I told her, man, I'll break your legs off just like kids. <laughs> Leave you walking funny like JB. <laughs> Don't talk about Steven that way. Come on. <laughs> Steven's right there. All right, all just right. Just joking, Steven. Just joking. He just bought Disney uh, passes. He's, um, you might see Steven and his chick uh, at fucking Disney World. I'm tempted to join. $1,300 for the year. Un- unlimited. Ooh, um, chief financial officer is already looking at you like... <laughs> oh, it's, it's 300 down or something like that and $100 a month. Yeah. Anyways, so... We show back up to JP's house. It's a little later than I expected. Maybe because his goddamn hair when I like, mom kept falling asleep in the bathroom. Like I honestly felt like I was at a, I thought I was at a Catch a Predator episode. I was waiting for Chris Hansen to come in like, hey, what are you doing with that child? Like I'm like, yo, she just keeps leaving his, her kid here. I've already been skydiving with them and shit. I went to Gatorland. I shut it down. Like we've got years of history with this yeah. kid. He he's our little buddy. And um, you know, we, you know, trying to keep a, a good, healthy relationship with him. But I remember uh, when, actually, fuck, 
we were waiting in the car for his mom to still come out. And I remember being like, damn, this bitch didn't even eat this box. So I was like, oh, this is for her fucking piece of shit boyfriend. Yeah. And um, I remember taking a piece of paper and I said, hey, I'm going to give you my phone number. And you need to call me if you ever like have problems or if you ever get scared or worried or something. Or something bad happens. Or anything happens. I'm basically giving him that like yeah. 80s talk. Like, yo, kid, if anyone's fucking you... You come, you come fucking dial, you come dial my number, I'm going to come get you. You know that's how, like, everybody talked to Robin and Batman, like, hey, good job, Batman and Robin. Let me holler at you real quick, Robin. If something's going on. <laughs> come to find out, uh, DC uh, just t- told the world that Robin was bisexual, which I don't really. I don't, I mean, I saw the outfit, I believe. Yeah. So basically. Uh, Listen, Robin, I'm just saying, I know you and I work together, but. You know, he was hating hard when he saw fucking cat girl and fucking Batman. Cat girl, woman, whatever the fuck. There was a cat girl too, wasn't there? No, it's cat woman. I feel like they just keep making shit up. Well, it's all made up. 20 different (laughs) generations of Aquaman. I'm like, which one is it? The one that. uh, Short blonde hair, the long fucking. I can't. Great job fighting the Joker. Come here, Robin. Yeah. What does he do to you? (laughs) Did he pick the outfit? We show up to his house and. His fucking, his piece of shit dad pulls up. He gets out of the car. He's blaring some loud ass like music. And I'm then, as free as a bird. No, not now. even. I wish it cigarette was like dangling a, from his lip. <laughs> it was like some bootleg trick daddy shit or something. It was like it was bad. And uh, he was like, huh. I was like, hey, how's it going? He doesn't even like look at me. And he slams the door to his car and does a doot, doot, walks in. And uh, he goes, and I, I kind of like said like, oh, hey, hey, buddy, we got you some dinner. He he doesn't even look at me. He goes, oh, took fucking long enough. And I was like, this will be the last time I ever do shit. JB, I don't know how awkward it's going to feel to watch your daddy get his ass whooped, but if, if you oh. needs be, turn on one of the TVs in the Navi and, and just watch some fucking uh, Teen Titans or some shit. Somebody about to bust your fucking father open. Oh, yeah. I was about to, about to, about to be about that life. And I, and I was just like, okay, this ain't gonna do, I, this ain't my kid. I can't save this kid. I can't do nothing but just, you know. I fed him. I took him skydiving. I gave him a note. Gave him my phone number. My number's real easy to fucking remember. And if you listen to the early podcast, you definitely probably still been texting me since then. Somebody's going to text you after this podcast that has your number. This is JB. Mike, come help me out. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm coming, buddy. I'm coming. <laughs> Man, I, I, you would think he at least follows me by now or something. Jesus. Like, he has to have social media by now, I would assume. I don't know. I don't know. We got to, we got to, let me call Big LA. He'll, yeah. he'll probably be like, oh, yeah, you want to, you want to fucking, you want his number? Yeah, his mom lost all her teeth, and those blowies now are fucking incredible. Yeah. It's like putting it in a porpoise's blowhole. Man, talk about the most awkwardest dinner ever. And then this, have this ungrateful son of a bitch, like, complain that I was, like, taking too long. <laughs> I'm just like, motherfucker. And the worst part is he thinks that, like, you're fucking his girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's the most awkward shit when someone thinks I'm, like, attracted to their chick. Yeah. When she's way less than desirable. It's a swamp thing. Because then I'm offended. I'm like, you think I would fuck that? My good man, if your son had two legs, we wouldn't even be here. You know? <laughs> it's just, it's just fucking, man. It's, 
it, it, it just goes to show you that there are people out there that don't necessarily need help and you don't know when to draw the line. And it kind of comes down to this. You don't do it for those who even deserve it anymore. You do it because you you hope that you're just hoping the universe takes care of it. It leads you into the arms of someone who actually needs it. Yeah, you do it because JB needs it. Yeah, well. And the rest of the crew are shit, but JB needs it. And if you got to swallow some shit and pretend you fucking are friendly. That's why I bit my tongue. Pretend you're friendly to his asshole dad and his fucking dope feed mom, and you know that they're gonna sell some of his toys and shit like oh, that. Oh, for I when the the when I tried to like kind of go in the house when we picked them up, yeah, but I kind of felt like I was being shooed off a little bit. Oh yeah, because I'm like, yo, I'm trying to go see what, what's all this shit we buy. Is it still there? You, you know, know Big I mean? LA's fucking ass probably brokered the sale. He's like, yo, I can I can move those micro machines. <laughs> you know? Oh my god! Yo, ten cent on the dollar, and I'll fucking move that. Yo, JB, all those Ninja Turtles. Put them in the bag, kid. I'm going to fuck your mom's brains out and make a couple bucks. That's why we, we, we always buy these kids BB guns. Because mm-hmm. we're like, all right, we can't get them a real gun. But we damn if we're going to leave them in harm's way with no way to arm themselves. There's a big thing called the margarita ball over here. And it's like a charity ball. And uh, it's like a black tie event. And you bring toys, an unwrapped toy for, for kids. And, you know, these people, all the people who go there have money. You see all these piles of bikes and shit. But I bought this kid once. It's really nice. It was a Louisville Slugger, and it was in a box. You ever seen the ones that are in the box because it comes with, like, Topps yeah. cards and everything yeah. like that? It's like a, I think maybe $50 or $60 yeah, like bat. It was engraved autograph, yeah. like Don Maddenly yeah, on it Yeah, it was shit. a kid's bat, you know. Daryl Strawberry comes with a little crack bat. Yeah, at the end yeah of it. a little pipe in there. Jose Canseco, it's got a syringe. But uh, <laughs> I, I did this bat came in the box. It was a nice box bat. And uh, I... I, it, it was the wrapped in plastic. It was clear, though, because that's how you got to bring the unwrap so people can see. And I slid a little piece in the plastic, and I wrote a note in there. And I said, you can either use this to play baseball and get yourself out of poverty, or you could be the king of the orphanage. It's all up to you. <laughs> you wrote that in JB's bat? No, I wrote it in the bat in the margarita ball that I put to the kid. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, what? Yeah, because I was like, Damn, We've been man, giving this kid all kinds of subliminal notes. Listen, kid, you got a bat now. So either play baseball and get out or fucking rule that place. <laughs> Oh man, man, hey. we've, we've a lot of things, and uh, at the end of the day, it's it's like just dating someone or being married or whatever be the case. You be good to those that you interact with and that that come into your into your world, and whether they deserved it, that's not up for you to decide. Nope. It's it's just to know that you did it with the right intention. And if you did it in the right intention, that's how you sleep at night, and that's how you feel good, and that's how it it, it is rewarding. It's something that you don't understand as a child when you hear your parents say, "Well, it's better to give than to receive." And you're like, "Fuck this! I want some some shit." A lot I got t- I got needs, motherfucker. I need GI Joes, motherfucker. A lot of times, the way I think about it is, I mean, I think Miguel, how many times did you not deserve the help you got, and that help helped you? So I mean. If I got to help some motherfuckers who don't deserve it, who am I? Yeah. That's why I, I personally, I will buy anyone I see food whenever somebody's like, hey, man, can you help me get a sandwich or oh, something? Sure. I got people that have lived here that I've hated that I'm like, hey, come over here. You want some food? Food is like that. You know, like when people ask me for money and stuff, I don't always give everybody money. Sometimes I want, I'm generous when I see somebody who needs it. Don't get wrong. Like I wasn't giving no public subs and shit. You but know hey, man, if I, like that's the thing. If, if you need something to eat and I see you and you're like, hey, man, I just need something to eat, I don't give a fuck who you are. 
Everybody should be able to eat as long as you're. And I don't know if you're an evil son of a bitch, but I don't. You know, I don't got time to figure that out. Just yeah. know you need to say. Well, that's the problem is you never do and you never will because yeah. we've had people come here and live here for years and pull the wool over our eyes. We think that like they're the ones that preach all that family, bro. We're like family. Yeah, the motherfucker who screams family to you is always the one trying to use you, man. Yeah, it's not you, jugglers, though, man, because I know that's your thing. But it's like other people. Yeah, I know jugglers, yeah. that's their thing. But there's there's people that have come and gone here that you would swear they would, you know, be at your wedding or your funeral. They'd be with you at the end of the times. They'll be at your funeral to make sure you're fucking dead. Yeah, they'll be at your funeral to come fucking rob shit. They'll be at your funeral to talk to the cops so you don't have any suspects. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, you know what? This takes us to our first break. Yeah, we want to touch back on a lot of things. Um we uh when, when we come back we're going to talk about uh members weekend some more everything going on we're going to talk about miguel's most amazing story my fuck burgle gone bad for his i call him the fuck burglar because he he's got the the blackened eyes it looks like the the hamburglar and this motherfucker likes to fuck and dip he, he's like a, a night burglar a fuck we call him the fuck burglar when we come back we're going to talk about that story it's fucking amazing Love you guys. Uh, and if you don't listen to Second Hour, it sucks for you. And if you're listening to this and you want more, you could have already listened to a whole other fucking shit show. I was blacked out. I don't even remember the podcast at all. Um, Miguel was playing me some clips today in the <laughs> office. I was like, ooh, ooh, did I? Ooh. Sh-. So maybe it is for only the members because you can't be no Fairweather, Fairweather uh, follower yeah. to fucking – we it gets pretty yeah it gets pretty good it's pretty fucking good and everyone's wasted and there's like 40 50 people in the room and we're drunk and people are passing out and i'm i don't remember doing it very much i remember like five minutes of it five minutes is a stretch so we'll talk more about that and much more when we return you're listening to the mike bc mike show. show with my host miguel cologne jr we'll see you soon we'll be right back does your life suck Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff. But for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends, 
that's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience. During members weekends, you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest, craziest, wildest ladies you'll ever imagine. The beauty beauties. Don't worry, campers. We've gone an extra mile here at the Sausage Castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience. I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Jeez, Memberships members, is you're missing out. I, uh, I started weekend. following Mike Busey about, uh, two. about two years ago, the and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like oh, outcasts in society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, Team I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day at fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. 
Not everyone can make it to members' weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that you're in. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. If you're listening to this part of the podcast, it means either A, you fuck with us, or B, you just fast-forwarded for no goddamn reason and missed all that fucking gold the first hour. Gold! We always, at least probably me more than Miguel, and I know Miguel does it too, but probably not as much or hard, but we always analyze, like, how did we do that segment? How did we do? There's only been, like, four episodes, and I'm like, eh, ugh. But then I... And that's both hours, but very few have been shit both hours, I feel. But that last hour, that, that was good. Yeah. So you're we, welcome. We, we told the story of, of JB, the legless boy wonder, who we saved Christmas for him and his dope fiend mom. They know that unless they fast-forwarded, Miguel. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm recapping. All right. Recapping, man. Well, we're, we're recapping. We've had a long fucking week, weekend. Because there's some people I've weekend. learned that pause it and get back to it. Yeah, we gotta start treating it like TV shows. The first the thirty last seconds, the first thirty seconds is like a recap of Kim Kardashian can't find her remote. Who has it? One it's of all her goddamn kids. You know what we need to do? We need to get like like a Waylon Jennings impersonator every half and just be like, "Oh no, are those abusive boys gonna make it? I don't know." Yeah, no, for sure. There's some good old boys. Yeah, so uh, fucking members' weekend was crazy. Let's read off some names. Let's if, do it. Uh, if you joined the website, you... Uh, Let me explain to you this. Just right now, while we're, get recording, your name digitally, while we're, while we're recording this podcast... Digital we took, time we, capsule. We took a little break. And while we were sitting in the living room on our break, the lights 
in the living room started flashing. And what that means is a new member signed up. We've synced the whole lights, these hue lights, all different colors all around mean, the house. We mean we. We mean Steven. Steven, of course. Of course. But, you know, in spirit, we were all rooting him on. But Steven linked up the Steven's lights. Steven's really excited right now. He's got his dick in his fucking hand over there, stroking it. Ready to roll. He's like, I did good, right, guys? And we're like, yeah, but tomorrow we'll fucking find something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but uh, so we're sitting there in the living room, and two times in a row, the lights went off in, in blink. And, man, it's still get, Look, that's only two new members, but every time a new member signs up, it really gets us all going. It really does. It's a, it's a huge morale boost. We, no matter how pissed off or stressed or whatever we're fucking doing, I could literally plunge in a toilet, and if the lights go blink, 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 I go, oh! Have they ever gone off while you're fucking yet? I don't, I don't think so, no. That would be dope, man. Yeah, it would be. So, yeah, it's, it's a way that it's, it's, like, it's like Whoopi Goldberg in, in the movie Ghost. He's like, he's speaking to me. Oh, he's, he's, he's flashing the goddamn lights. It's- so when you become a member... The whole goddamn castle, all the lights, the hue bulbs or intelligent bulbs, flicker for a good five seconds or so. And it's a fucking great morale boost because people who work here are like, cool, maybe uh, Mike won't have to borrow money from Miguel to make payroll this week. Yeah, so, (laughs) but who knows? Well, I tell you who's helped us out with that. Edward Butler from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Easy name. Elijah. Do you want, I'm starting on the top. Do you want top No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Elijah Seymour Butts is probably at the bottom somewhere hidden in the names. Orlando, Florida. Franklin Gonzalez from Kissimmee, Florida. Dakota Ivester from Cleveland, Georgia. I always feel it's weird when I see it like a Cleveland, Georgia or like a, yeah. you know, a Detroit, Alabama. I'm like, fucking change your name, man. Yeah, don't, I don't, for real. Yeah. There's Curtis Hutchinson from Newport News, Virginia. Oh, I, I was fucking a girl from Newport News, Virginia. Curtis, was he fucking your sister? Her name was Leah. Leah Hutchinson? She was a Hooters girl. Curtis, does your mother or sister work brown at a hair, Hooters in Newport News? Big titties. Have brown hair and big titties. Yeah. Actually, I need Curtis Hutchinson to get back to me when you hear this. She was the first girl I fucked on, on, on my uh, Snapchat. Let us know if... Oh, I know her. Yeah, we're actually still friends on Facebook, too. That's weird. Yeah. Every now and then she hits me up on Facebook and Instagram, all happy and nice and stuff, and I'm like, weird. You were definitely not happy when you left. It's you also know? weird when she hits me up when I see she has, like, a kid and a boyfriend yeah. and a husband, and he, uh, well, never mind. Well, Anyways. Curtis, if you know her and it's not your sister, let us know. Cat's out the bag. There's Kyle Voss from Painesville, Ohio. Ooh, Tyler Texas from Iowa Park, Texas. That one's a tricky one. Yeah. Kyle Durkin from Carbondale, Pennsylvania. Durkin. <laughs> that just sounded like, it's me, Kyle Durkin. I fell off the motorcycle and I'm different now. Mommy says I can't fart in public because it's rude. Well, hopefully he has both his legs still. <laughs> if not, he's getting all the pussy. Sam G from Pyrofields Gardens, SA, Australia. Is that South Auckland? South, I don't know what SA, Australia is. Steven Saldana from Felton, California. Kyle Bachanov from DeLand, Florida. Graham Dillaway from Bloomington, Minnesota. Joseph Lacera from Carroll Stream, Illinois. Like Mike says. <laughs> He's like from Chicago, Illinois. This, like, is, like, this is my like candy the- break moment. I get to like, eat candy and just listen to these easy-ass names you read. <laughs> Keaton Mans from Overland Park, Kansas. Daniel Morris from Claremont, Florida. Chris Weatherill from Ocoee, Florida. 
Frank Verde from Washington, D.C. Frank, I think you just hit us up on Facebook, too. James Darragon from Washington, New Hampshire. Need to change that city. Rob Muscleman from Astatula, Florida. Oh, shit. Brian Randolph from Cartersville, Georgia. The closer the, the cities are, the more uncomfortable I get. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> What does he know? What does he know? What is he looking for? Uh, Did his girlfriend come to Members Weekend? Am I going to have to lie to this guy when I see him in public? I got Tommy DeSantos from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sean Parsons from Withrop Harbor, Illinois. And Colton Willing from West Jordan, Utah. And I'm getting the le- I'm getting, getting the list ready for you, Mike. I'm putting a little fucking bend in it. You got oh. it. My same, brother? Same, some, same for uh, mispronunciations for me, would you? All right, guys. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Hooked on Phonics brought to you by... Look at Chris's face. Chris is so excited always when you get to the names. All right. Jonathan Gomez from Lovett, Texas. Trey Rowley from Tavares, Florida. Salvador Hobbler from Tuckerton. New Jersey. Hey, I never I, get mad at the cities because the cities are weird as fuck. Fuck you. If I didn't even say the name yet, I'm just looking. I can't take a second and stare at it. Yeah, I don't get mad at the cities or make funny for the cities because they're always weird. Age G, Orlando, Florida. Sound a little sketchy. Yeah. Uh, Fernando Labrera from Casino. You never Florida. fuck up the Spanish names. I'm telling you, I fucked a lot of Spanish girls. Uh, <laughs> Spencer Mortal from Rockwood, Pennsylvania. Rock that wood. Jose Isaquila. From Fresno, California. Never fucks up the Spanish names. <laughs> but Chris- it'll be like Tyler. He like, Tyler. <laughs> Christian Rivera from Kissimmee, Florida. Kristen Luck from Palm Bay, Florida. Stephen Carter from Sacamore, Illinois. Hey, Kristen Luck's, uh, Kristen Luck's a member who comes to Members Weekends, man. What up, Kristen? She had to re-sign up. Oh, okay. Welcome back. Stephen Carter from Sacamore, Illinois. Did I say that already? Yeah. yeah. Christopher Friero from Frederick, Maryland. Sam... Worthington, Worthington, Orlando, Florida. Christopher Terry from Longwood, Florida. Oh, y'all, y'all got, you almost got me on this one. You almost got me on this one. Uh, Chris is a faggot from Sister Fuck, Alabama. <laughs> I start, I see, I see Stephen laughing, but I started seeing I Chris not laughing. Yeah, I didn't even. There's didn't the name. Even, I think I did really good on the name. Yeah, and Fuck I didn't. Even, I didn't even look at the list bottom half when I asked you if I wanted top or bottom, so I didn't know. He always hides those Seymour butts at the bottom. Chris, you know. you got, Stephen, you got to start putting him in the middle, brother. In the middle. You know, we at the end, man. There's two. You got to get him when he's on a roll. You got to get him with three Smiths in a row. He's feeling himself. That was the end. I saw the finish line and I fucking conquered it. <laughs> <laughs> I can read time old things. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was a long weekend. Great weekend. Great weekend. Another fucking. I always. I know you. Money, y'all. Some of y'all might get tired of saying this, but are hearing this, but I get tired of saying it. It was another fucking just perfect, amazing weekend. We had a let me tell you, let me tell you some of our some of our shining moments. Uh, All of them. Shout out and I'm and I'm, I'm put, hey yo guess what Front Street uh, my main man G Butter G already knows that uh, that I told him it's going on Front Street at like five no at like six o'clock in the morning Sunday morning everyone the people in the house are still awake because we just shut everybody out of the party right uh, Kyla and the rest of the girls in the coop. They hear that the TVs are on really loud, right? The TV in the living room is on really loud because we always have porn playing. And they're hearing... Disgusting. Yeah, they're hearing 
like this loud fucking porn fucking going on. <sighs> so Kyla's like, let me go to the living room to turn off the TV. She walks to the living room to turn off the TV, and it is not porn. It is our man, G Butter G, on the fucking stripper stage with this girl's legs behind her ears getting rammed. And if you know G, that's a physically fit dude. Yeah. I watched the video because there's always a video. And what I was most impressed of, we're looking at his leg muscles flex as he was pounding this girl. I was like, that's some American Ninja Warrior shit. But, uh, we got video of it? We got video of it. So, here's so it'll, the best be, it'll be in the uncensored uh, members-only yeah. content on MyBeast.com. Here's the best part. I'm in the office, and G heard about this later on. He comes to me, knocks in the office. I'm like, what's up, buddy? He's like, hey, man, I, I talked to you real quick. I was like, yeah. He goes, um, I heard somebody caught me with a girl i said yeah man he goes oh caught me oh, you mean by uh, you were fucking in the living room on top of the stream yeah. that was lit up like an led <laughs> yeah the whole lights were on in the house he's like um I, he's like is there video of this i said look g i said you my homie man i said if you need me to make sure this video doesn't make it to the public because you my homie and you rented a room in the house i was like i will make sure this doesn't make it to the public for you he goes Oh, no, dog, dog. I want to know, can I watch it? <laughs> I want to know if you could airdrop me a copy of that. He's right? like, I never, I never watched it from these angles. I said, yeah, man. Yeah, so you, uh, there are a benefit. If you don't know, some of you might not be the camping type. Some of you uh, are bougie as fuck, and some of you got you know, a, a job and stuff or, or whatever. Um, you got means to rent a room, a bunk. Uh, one of the beds in the tent of pleasures, uh, maybe a bunk on the the tour bus. There are so many. Hell, we will, s- Stephen. We got to put each chair in the movie theater <laughs> as, the, as, as, a as an option. Yes, because motherfuckers are going up there sleeping, and then they they realize they they recline. That motherfucker, I got to sleep in that fucking room a couple times. You just wake up thinking you're in fucking some weird <laughs> Egypt nightclub. You're like, oh, oh, this is like a pharaoh and then fucking all kinds of mummies and shit staring at you. And the you're Egyptian like, oh, no. loft. I passed out. Woke up in Egypt again. Hey, one time, uh, real quick about uh, passing out. Me and my buddy Chris Zach, who next week I will be in Germany for a week and a half doing shows. Really? Next week? Next week, yeah. I'm doing the Boeing Comedy Show in uh, Frankfurt, Germany on Friday the 17th. And on the 16th, I'm in. Damn, I hope you. Oh, what if you die? Yeah, I mean, fuck, you'll be fucked, man. Yeah, that'd be a lot of, <laughs> you'll be like, a lot of shit. Mike's biggest thing would be like, fuck, where the receipts go? Yeah. But, uh, and I'm doing the, uh, I'm doing the uh, Passport Comedy Show in Amsterdam on the 16th. But my buddy Chris Zach lives in Germany. I'm staying with him out there, and his wife, Shells, was a good friend of mine. But one time, me and Chris, oh, it was, it was uh, Labor Day, too. It was Labor Day, like, fucking are you Are you paying for your, uh, your room and board right now with a promo from <laughs> Like you know, it was funny. Man. It was really funny because we were at the Auto Zone. <laughs> no, nah, so it was not. Nah, check it out. It was when the, I go to Germany, I <laughs> stay with my boy Chris at the Schleisen Hocken Hotel. <laughs> Make sure you mention Mike Busey for the promo. Code. <laughs> Mike's gonna go to this website and see a picture of him, and that I had like Beatrice make for us, where his mouth moving. He's like, "Guten Tag, it's me, Mike Busey." Hell yeah! Nah, so check it out. Me and Chris, man, we, we were at Love uh, German bitches all day mm. we, we were it was labor day and we were in saint augustine partying with all these people and then they were lame it was like two o'clock in the morning and they were going home so me and chris we took it to the beach and we had a handle like a half handle left of captain and we went over to the beach and we laid this big ass fucking blanket or whatever it was out on the beach and we were just 
fucking passing the, passing the captain around, getting lit to the point where it started raining out there. And we're like, Volley, and I don't care. And we just pass out, pass out, pass out. So we ended up just blagging out. Wake up in the morning, and you know when you wake up, but you don't open your eyes or do anything? You're just like up, but you're not getting up. You're not opening your eyes. Yeah. And I'm like moving around a little bit, but my eyes aren't open, and we're on this blanket on the beach. And my boy Chris is like, yo. And I'm like, what up, Chris? And he's like, where are we? And I just, I'm like, what? Or I'm sorry, I asked him. I was like, yo, Chris, where are we? And Chris puts his hand out, and he feels the water hit him because we were now so close to water hit him. He goes, we're on a raft. <laughs> and I go, what? And he's like, we're on a raft. Nothing we can do. And we both just passed back out again. But I woke up like, oh, then I woke up nervous. Like, I'm on a raft. And I was like, Turns out no raft, man. We also were on a, in, a, in, a, in a cruise ship together. Me and him got hammered. And uh, on the cruise ship that we were staying at, because Mike stayed on a really nice cruise ship, the cruise ship I was staying at was one of those rooms that has four bunks that fold out. You know, it's like the cheapest-ass room you can get. So there's a bunk, and on top of you, there's a bunk, and they fold out, and you can fold them into the walls, you know? And so Chris, he got real wasted, and when he passed out, he had his hand stuck up on the top bunk, and it was just kind of stuck there. So he woke up, and the room was pitch black, because cruise boat rooms are pitch black, and he's like, yo. And I'm like, what's up, man? He's like... He's like, when can we bond out? And I was like, what? And he's hammered. He's like, when can we bond out? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he's like, and then he re- he thought he was handcuffed and locked up somewhere. He thought we were in oh, a God. cell and that he was handcuffed. So he wakes up hammered. His first thought so is. So this is the guy you're about to go to Germany with, huh? That's my own boy, man, who actually oh. works for the fucking CIA. He's an analyst. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he's another man. Should be, uh. Should be a fun time. Aww. Where, where, so where can they see you again if they're anywhere near Germany? Boeing Comedy Show in uh, Cologne, Germany. Uh, in Frankfurt, I'll be... I don't remember the name of the Frankfurt one. And then in Amsterdam, I will be at the uh, Passport Comedy Show in Amsterdam. So I'm at the Passport Comedy Show on the 16th. And the 17th, I'm at the Boeing Comedy Show at uh, Cologne, Germany. Hell yeah. International style. And they're both English-speaking comedy shows. So. Oh, perfect. I'm going to be up there with some guy. bring my pocket translator. <laughs> some guys going to be like, you know how in America. Thank you. And they're like, this motherfucker's a genius. There's, is there going to be someone signing at the front? <laughs> yeah. They'll have a fucking interpreter. We should have someone be interpreter when we're doing like the, uh, the announcements. Or when uh, Gum Gang's talking. Like when we're doing like karaoke and yay, shit and yay. coming out on stage Hello. for Members Weekend, have an yeah. interpreter. Up there for every fucking language, sign language, you name it. We should do every it. country's national anthem of the person who comes visits us, like they do like in the Olympics or any kind of sporting thing, and then end it with our national anthem. So, you, so if, if you come, you get to represent your country on stage. Yeah, well, let's not and say we did. So this member's weekend, uh, I don't know where to start. It was fucking amazing. We had a great fucking vibe. We did some stuff we never did. We almost saw some people die on some mini bikes. Um, and you were going to sue them. Yeah, I was going to be like, hey, how dare you almost kill everyone, all these innocent bystanders? That's vehicular homicide. Uh, you could have killed these people. And I was like, okay, I, she's a sweet lady. We'll let her slide, okay? And I was like, wow, we, we probably should have put all the little orbit or orbies balls, yeah. the giant balls you'd climb inside of or whatever that Joey Patone gave us. Thank you. Um, we should have just lined up the field because we did a very simple task. 
where someone had to get on the mini bikes and go 25 yards down the field. The field is straight what, ahead. Maybe 15 yards wide. You know, it's wide enough, you know? Yeah. And three, about three or four people couldn't simply stay within side the football field. They couldn't go straight. So they just, instead of going straight and veering off, they made like a hard right and almost died and drove like almost drove off the side of a cliff. They went down into like a five foot drop off for the tennis court. And I was like, oh shit, this, this lady's going to die. And I, it was like when you see a train wreck and you just know you can't stop it. So you're like frozen in time. You're like, no, I'm like, oh God, oh God, not the Coleman bikes, but she wasn't the only one. Um, Multiple people fucking ate it. Now, can you explain how the game works? So, I wanted to teach everyone a lesson. This is during the drinking, the drunken Olympics. We were like, okay, y'all motherfuckers uh, want to learn a little life lesson not to drink and drive? Why, we're going to show you face. what not to do He's like, while drinking and driving. So, you had the two teams go head to head, the four teams total, but one team went against another team. And the object of the game was to take these little mini bikes and drive them in a straight line across the other side to the end zone of our 50-yard field. So I think it was total 50 yards. So from there, they would either get off or they could sit on it and drink some of the shittiest, hot, uh, ghetto-ass tequila. And they weren't supposed to drink the whole bottle. You know, it's a relay. You drink as much as you want, and you drive back down and pass the bike off to someone else. Well, we had about four people... They clearly are never going to the X Games for motocross <laughs> because they were fucking trying. I, I thought they were here to kill themselves. Like the guy from Africa, he ate it. Thank God he ate it like away from people and in a nice soft grass area. Um, the others, uh, yeah, it, it got it got pretty scary. One guy, um, we had to literally say, like, get off the bike, like, right now. And he still didn't want to listen. We're like, no, get the fuck off the bike. And we had to literally, like, snatch him up from underneath it to have him stop driving immediately. But uh, <laughs> every, then we did some human bowling with the with the, with the balls, the giant uh, orbit balls. Orbits. Oh, that was fun. That was very fun. They got inside one uh, and acted as, like, the bowling ball. And then they ran through a pen set up as humans. That was great. Then we had a, a old fashioned uh, pizza eating contest on the scrambler while getting sprayed down with the water hose. That was pretty disgusting because even if they didn't vomit, it looked like they were vomiting because it was just wet, soggy pizza <laughs> as they spun around for like 30 minutes. Even I was like, yo, hey, John, let's fucking, uh, you know, let's slow it down. Let's maybe give them a little break here because I was getting dizzy watching them go around. And, um, I don't think I'm ever going to run out of stupid things to do on that scrambler. And it's fucking great. And I don't regret <laughs> buying it one single fucking bit. So the, the scrambler is one of those that there were times when I was like, why did we buy this scrambler? I did get a little too drunk during karaoke. And I did uh, break uh, one of our TVs. But I don't regret that. Was, that. Yeah. It was uh, in the arena. And, uh, you know, we also said we weren't going to do foam. And then we went ahead and did foam. And definitely uh, was a vibe, and the pool still feels like a giant Dawn soap bath. I feel like one of those poor little fucking uh, 
birds that you see on one of those fucking BP commercials. Like, we promise to fix our fuck up. And as soon as you jump in the pool, you are covered in a slimy film of soap. Yes. So, if anyone needs to do dishes, just throw them in my fucking pool and bring a Brillo pad and get to work. Because there's a lot of work to do. It was just a fucking good time. We had a great putt-putt tournament. We gave away hundreds of dollars. We had a whole uh, cash buy-in. And, um, you know, the whole fucking weekend. I mean, it was great. And the last podcast we did, a bonus episode. Uh, I don't remember any of the it. The blackout episode. Yeah. It was the sec- we I blacked out the last time we did this. And I don't regret it. I just know that if you're just a free free listener, you don't deserve to hear this one. Because this one's... Woo, this one's... You were playing me some of the clips. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, PR department needs to come over here and uh, sweep this one up. One part, you had on those big-ass blue blocker black I shades. I got them right here. I got them right here. This is the blackout and we episode. And we kept being like, don't put the shades on. Are you sure? You're like, you sure? Now, look at him looking at himself with the shades. That's, yeah. how you look, that's how you look the whole episode. I was drunk as shit. It, looked like, it honestly looked like you were playing professional poker somewhere at like Caesar's Palace. It was weird. It felt like I was uh, doing a stage show, but I was sitting down and... There was like, what, 50 people in the crowd, and I was drunk, and you were 100% sober, huh? Yeah. I wouldn't know. You could lie to me and tell me you were. No, I was 100% sober on it, man. Yeah, so, yeah, there was a a nice crowd in here, and uh, we put out a fucking great episode, and you can only, you can listen to it, but you can also watch it only if you're a member of MikeBeast.com. So, if you want to, we're we're doing one a week, so you're basically... Getting four more episodes a month now, right? Yeah. I got the math right on that? All right, good. Yeah. So if you like and that, the show, And that doesn't mean we're going to limit it to that. Yeah, we might We might just do one every goddamn day. Yeah, whenever we feel like it, we're going to drop bonus episodes. The more y'all show it love and the more you get behind it, and if you really do enjoy our podcast, then fuck the parties, fuck all the hot, sexy chicks, fucking ugly fat dudes and occasional hot guys. Uh, fuck all that. Just support the podcast, man. Become a member. And the more y'all entice us, the more we'll do. We're already giving a whole nother episode every week. So if one episode a week is not enough for you, but wait, we've got more. And, uh, you can only listen to the blackout episode on MikeBeast.com, which you can also watch video. And we haven't started doing the other show that I'm trying to do. So that's a whole nother thing I'm going to do. It's going to be a lot more visual. So, you're not going to want to be able to listen. You're not going to be able to hear it or see it other anywhere than mightbeast.com. We did. You know what we did this weekend though? We did a live episode of You Won't. I'll tell you what I didn't do. Uh, stretch out. Well, we did a live episode of You Won't, which is something we've been we've been talking about doing That's for a right. while. So we we had an idea. So the idea. This is the idea I had. First, let's tell them what You Won't is, just in case. You Won't is a, a is a is a series we do. Um, it's basically where we, we have a lucky individual compete for money and they do like kind of basically a dare, but it's a very corny, fun, very commentative, uh, game show vibe. Yes. And it's whole, it's something else. We've had, we've had hot playmates drinking, doing the milk challenge. We've had a girl where she had to blow out candles by squirting on them and then she finished it with drinking it all kinds of cool shit um and then we just have tons of amazing uh new shows and and shows we've been doing that we've been working on 
We're about to drop the second episode of Sausage Pickers, and we just started a whole other series called Sausage Mysteries. And a lot of the other episodes that we've been working on, we're going to be touching back with them and getting giving you more and more episodes of that. However, we did have a production um, situation. We had ordered the VR glasses. We had casted the lucky individuals, and one of them, our friend Dink, got so drunk, he actually shit himself. Oh, my God. Uh, so bad to where Tree was like, yo, I'm not staying in here. I'm going to have to rent a room. So... Just just let you know, if you rented a room uh, before, the price goes up because this next member's weekend, Halloween, drunk people in costumes. Uh, yeah, we, we tax in everybody because yes. we already got celebrity friends, very famous celebrity friends that are trying to hit us up. Oh, and just just a heads up, man, if you're a homie and you know, you're like, oh, no. I'll, We're going to give you a slightly better price. Yeah. But you still, it's, the ta- it's tax season. It's like asking for front row seats at the fucking NBA Finals. You ain't getting on the wood unless you're paying for it, baby. So if you want to stay inside the castle, you can do that. As long as you're not a piece of shit scumbag, um, we'll let you stay inside. Like I say, we'll rent out the fucking movie theater seats in the Egyptian loft. We've got bunk beds. We've got beautiful, luxurious Moroccan tent of pleasures. Nine beds in there. We've got the Maryland suite. We've got the Prince suite and the Hugh Hefner suite. Hell, I'll I'll rent out my own goddamn bed. We got we got a whole badass tour bus. You know, we got a lot of different cool things coming up. We're gonna basically be spending the rest of this month and all of October on drunk people in costumes. It is our biggest, biggest, wildest, craziest, sexiest annual event. It is the Super Bowl of our year of all the parties. So if you ever I've been to one. You know. You already fucking know. You never come once and know that you don't come again. Once you come once, you know you have to come every oh, year. Oh, yeah. There's people right now who are trying to prepay for rooms and stuff. Yeah, we actually are, like, fighting them off because we had to, like, set up some prices. And we we don't really – it's not nearly something about the money. We just don't want, like, just the average person just to get in there and stay in there. Yeah, they don't the deserve thing. it. It's, it's being inside the house, renting a room and stuff. Or we're going to be renting cabanas and everything. We're renting everything. I'm renting them. My dick's for, for sale. I'm we're renting it, it by the inch. So. Yeah, that means we don't got many inches. <laughs> got about room about four or five of you. Six on a really good day. And I ain't seen one of those days in a while. So fucking might have to start pushing in that fufu a little bit to get that six. Got to push them down. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so don't don't act like you ain't been warned. Okay? Don't act like you don't fucking know that... Mike Busey in the Sausage Castle, no one does it bigger and better. When someone says they had other plans, I literally arrogantly laugh in their fucking soul. I'm like, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Nobody. Humblest does. motherfucker in the game. Yeah, no one does Halloween. No, I'll shit on anybody. I don't care who the fuck you are. Halloween, no one does it better hey, Tim than Tim Burton, fuck yeah. you. You ain't got shit on yeah, Halloween. You, yeah, fuck you, Tim Burton. Lucifer. Fuck you on Halloween. Y'all ain't shit. Spirit Halloween, suck my dick. Crazy church trying oh. to scare people out of being gay. You ain't got nothing on hey, Halloween. I went, to, I went to one of those one time. It was those called, haunted houses? Yeah, it was uh, It was called Hellbound. Did it work? Yeah, kind of. It definitely scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Uh, this thing called Hellbound. It was in Lakeland, Florida, and you paid like 40 bucks or something. Pay 40 bucks to get told you're going to hell? Yeah. Churches know what's up. And these these scare zones were like really scary because there weren't like no She's zombies. an unwed mother. It was like there was like a drunk driving crash scene. There was like a fucking, uh, I don't know. I don't, 
She mixed the races. <laughs> Jesus was on the cross at the end of it and stuff. It was like a really scary thing. I was like, damn. Even I How can like- churches hate like horror stuff when like their biggest icon is huge horror? It's a dude getting murdered, crucified, who then comes back to life. Are you trying to say that Christians are the king of horrorcore? Christians like, are the fucking- kings of horror. Their best stories are like, so Ezekiel fucking fillets his son. And God's like, hey, man. Cool, you're about me. <laughs> you know? so, God in, in the Bible, God is the biggest girlfriend. It's like, yeah, but what have you done for me lately? You know? Oh my God, you may have killed your one son, but I give you like four. You better let him get raped by angels. Come on, do you love me? <laughs> so Halloween is the best. We have a scare trail. There's butt ass naked people covered in blood shooting flamethrowers. We we're not like some of these pussy like theme parks. Or these scary churches that can I don't know, that play church, by the rules. That church we, one we sounded like they were getting loose with it. Yeah, no. The last last Halloween uh, was fucking epic. And I I think we are going to put a lot of time and energy into this one. And we've already got a lot of like big names that have been talking about possibly coming over. Uh, or already have confirmed. So I'm pretty excited some of them don't even want – we're not allowed to advertise because we're not, like, paying them to be here. So it's like, you know, that it kind of sucks too. Yeah. And plus Halloween, there are people that have been to Halloween parties that none of you fucking knew were here. Yeah, that's the coolest part. They were in a mask or a whole getup, and you never fucking knew. And you probably hung out with one of the coolest people that you, that you think is cool, uh, and you didn't even know it. And that's how we got away with it because they came – they saw, and they might have fucked your bitch with a fucking clown mask on. You're like, that dude in that Bob Dole costume, man, he looks so much like Bob Dole. Yeah, it's like, there's been some times where people were like, what the fuck, is that goddamn blah, blah, blah? I'm nice like, Epstein costume. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, Courtney. My name's Jeff. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Wayne's like, get out of here, buddy. My rodeo, Holmes. <laughs> So, yeah, we've had a lot of fucking, we, we put a lot of emphasis in Halloween. So you're going to be hearing about Halloween. We're going to be literally ramming, throat raping you for the next 50 days with Halloween, Halloween. Because our Halloween is going to find you walking to your car Have you seen our background? in a dark lit parking lot. You think it's going to Halloween the fuck out of you. You don't think Corn Man's going to get a couple uh, uh, grabs at your ass in the fucking the, the corn maze? Oh, yeah, motherfucker, it's going down. I'm going to be out there butt-ass naked dressed up like Corn Man. Say I won't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't fucking put that mask on. I start fucking I'm thinking the same like, thing. You're going to hyperventilate. <laughs> I'm like, you know, you, you, I always get aggravated. I hate those dumb fucking animals that when you're trying to help them. Like, oh, they got like stuck in a jar and yeah. it's just freaking out? Or you see like a deer get stuck in a tree. You're like, stupid fucking deer. He's trying to help you. And he's like, I always, and once you start watching, you can't stop. You That's like see, those like, stuck porn. I'm like, just let him fuck you, and he'll get you out of that washing machine, lady. You know? <laughs> it's like, you got to keep watching. Like, does he get this goddamn baby otter out of here? <laughs> I've seen a guy like, they never show you the shark. video. They never show you the video when the otter's neck gets snapped as they're trying to pull it out, you know? I'm like, fuck that shark. That motherfucker asked for it. He's trying to go for those damn crab, crab fucking uh, bags or uh, <laughs> those crab nets. Fuck him. He, he, ain't, he ain't getting shit. <laughs> Put a fucking some fucking rope around his throat. Die, shark, die. Certain animals I can't. I don't. I don't feel. I think like hunting gators should just be like just any. I think like anyone could just pop a gator and just eat it right there. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. I've had fishing game show up to my house. Like, hey, um, 
hey, Mike, listen, uh, we've got some calls. You had an alligator in your bathtub. I'm like, oh, yeah, come on in. I'm, like, opening up the toilets to be, like, sarcastic and shit. I'm like, oh, you want to check the toilets, too? Yeah, I got an alligator that lives in my toilet. I shit on it every day. They're like, what's uh, what's that scaly thing over there wearing boots and, uh, and a fur coat? And you're like, my pug? <laughs> my <laughs> girlfriend's wardrobe? Yeah. From fucking Fashion Nova? Yeah. Cocksucker out of my house. That's a belt from Fashion Nova. Okay. Uh, your belt is eating a dog. <laughs> like, it's an art piece. It's about the war. <laughs> Speaking of war, you have, you've gone to war and you have, uh, you have a whole nother life outside the house. I get to leave. And you get to leave and Sorry, I Steven. hear, I hear stories every now and then. And I send you videos and, you're, you're, and stuff. You're pretty private uh, yeah. with certain things, but recently you've been telling me a little bit more and and i've came up with the whole like nickname for you you're the you're the fuck burglar <laughs> if y'all imagine the hamburglar and grimace mixed in with like fucking uh donda louise from cannonball that is you at some 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 wonderful ladies some nice girl's house and you will fucking treat her like a lady and fuck her like a porn star and give her everything but what she wants, and that's a a long night of cuddling and and pillow out. talk. I want out. After that girl that. is washing her pussy and brushing her teeth, about to put on a nighty, and you are <laughs> gone <laughs> like a fucking a cloud it's like, you of know hamburger like dust. I'm like. Uh, I'm like Dr. Sam Beck in, in Quantum Leap. I just leap out right after I fuck him. It's like, and I just wake up in another scenario, and I'm like riding a wagon. Like, ah! You what it is? Let me like tell you what it is. Zorro. You just swoop in there, and you fuck, and then right as, and you don't, you do it very gentleman-like, because you don't ever break their heart in front of them. They're like, they're brushing through, like, hey, Miguel, so what do you think about us going to Denny's afterwards? Miguel? Miguel? <laughs> And there's and then, like a window open with the fucking with the with and the, the curtain. The curtain just blowing. I got like the like the Dark Knight Batman smoke bomb. She's like, "You ready to?" Fucking ninjas just disperse. Yeah. Each chair. I hit her with the bane. I'm like, tumbleweed goes over her bed. You merely cactus. you merely adopted the dog. I was born in it. You know, Miguel is the fuck. But this is burglar. what it is, guys. I don't. Uh, Unless, like, me and you are, like, if I'm seeing a girl and we're dating and stuff like that, you know, and, and I'm really feeling it. Or if I'm in the bus. After we fuck in the bus, a lot of times, I'm like, ah, I fall asleep. I'm beat. Because I'm worn out. That's like your kryptonite. You're like, oh, I'm here at the house. Must guttle. No. Yeah. I'm like, no. no. Pillow talk. Oh. No. Because one thing, I run hot anyway. So I want it nice and cold in bed. Um, I want it cold. And I don't mind fucking cuddling but man i want to fall asleep right then and there and when i'm cuddling with somebody i don't fall asleep instantly unless that's I how just... i think cuddling should be cuddles you yeah. start cuddling and then as you get tired you slowly slip away and you yeah. wake up and you're separated i've done this one where like the girl's under my arm and i laid it and then i let the gravity of falling off the bed slide my arm from underneath oh her. listen we know fuck burger that's that's what i'm i i have heard stories from you <laughs> where i'm like wow this son of a bitch he must have like decoys he's got like a he's got a mannequin that looks like him he's stuffed with pillows he brings an extra shirt he's got it all i hire up. another fat guy he's like a fat homeless dude and i'm like lay with her and get out of here by seven hey 
No, no heroin. Touching. No heroin in the bathroom. If you want to squeeze a butt one time, she won't care. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so you, you you got this whole like get the fuck out of here. I like to bounce after I fuck unless I'm gonna stay there. Unless we're gonna hang out. Now that's the thing. After I fuck, if you don't want to go to sleep, if you're like you want to watch a movie or hang out, or something, yeah, I love that. I love kicking it and hanging out and stuff. I don't want cuddle in bed. If we're just going to go to bed and I could go to sleep in my own fucking bed. I said this and, just yeah. last weekend. I, I think the worst part about like someone trying – like for example, there were some individuals that came, some gold members, and they came the Thursday night before the members weekend starts. We let them come the night before. I was cleaning, running around, doing shit, and I had to listen to these grown-ass men – who I know damn good and well, I know damn good and well, they are, give zero fucks about what this girl is watching on Netflix. And all I hear is like, yeah, like, oh, my God, I love that show. It's so cool. And he's like, yeah, it's fucking, yeah, lo- yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God. You're so cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing this. And I'm stopping as I'm like wiping shit down. I'm like, ugh. And I hear her go, no, you're cool. Man, you're fucking cool, man. And I'm then like, they're like, you know yo. really cool? My dick. And then I can just see him puking in his soul, like his <laughs> mind, as he has to slowly but surely pretend he gives a fuck. And he's listening to this poor girl talk. She has no idea or maybe she does. She's like, oh, my God, he's totally falling for this. He's about to cash at me. <laughs> oh, my God, I think he just subscribed to my OnlyFans. He wanted to see my butthole before he fucking takes her for a ride. <laughs> so who? I don't know who's hustling who. Someone's getting free cigarettes out of it. At the end of it. That's all I know. But it is the worst when you aren't involved in it and you have to hear it. You ever be trapped and you see, like, a, a horrible fucking, like, date going on? You're like, ugh, you see some guy... And he's trying so hard. You know, like we've had guys show up here that used to live here that we never talked to. But then when there's pussy here, all of a sudden, not only do they show up, they show up with their nice, very expensive truck. And they got the stereo all out on the and door. And a puppy. And a fucking, and then we're not joking, a fucking puppy. Yeah. Wigs, we know. Yeah. Puppy. Th- yeah. That's the secret weapon, show up with a puppy? They were, they, have they not? We're they have, 100%, 100%. Yeah, so... That's why fuck burglary is the route, bro. Yeah, you don't, but you don't catch it, it, it's all been doing so well for you for so long yeah. until this week. This week. And you told me the most epic story. <laughs> Please, Miguel, you have the floor. All right. So after members weekend, I got invited to go with all you guys to Top Golf, and I wanted to go. But I did invite you. You did invite me. You know I wanted to go. But next week is my birthday, and I'm going to be out of town. And there was this girl that's been hitting me up, and she's like, I want to you know, I want to spend time with you for your Fuck, birthday. Fuck, when's your birthday? Don't worry. I'll be gone, baby. I think I have it in my calendar. I'll be gone, baby. Don't I can worry. call Germany, bitch. Yeah. I, uh, one birthday real quick. Mike wanted to give me a really, really good birthday. He, was, you know, he really wanted to, but he also was drinking. So I had to organize, run, and handle my own birthday. And at the end of the night, Mike's like, get, he's like, you got to get the bus driver over here. Call the bus driver, Miguel. Uh, settle out the check. And I'm like, happy birthday, Miguel. <laughs> I'm working it. <laughs> but uh, so this girl, I mean, she wanted to go out to dinner. So I was like, okay, let's go, let's go to dinner this week, you know, before uh, I got a lot going on and I can't go. So we went out. We had a great dinner. 
his romance. Romance and man kicking. I had a good time. We went to her house. We hooked up for a while at her house. And then, uh, and it was early. It was still like, like nine o'clock, 10 o'clock. So or early fucking, which Mike hates, you know? But, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not an early fucker. So then we're there and, uh, she has a kid and his friend are staying over. They come over. And, uh, so me and her wait until they go to bed. So they go to bed. And then, uh, me and her go to the hot tub to hang out in the hot tub. I don't know. I'm a fat dude, but I got no problem getting butt-ass naked. I'm confident enough. So we get we get naked. We're in the hot tub. We're hanging out. And I'm drinking Which wine. Which is a great way to wash your genitals, by great the way. Great way, man. Great way. I learned it from Busey. Yeah. I'm hanging out, having some wine. But she starts drinking a lot because, like, there's a lot of things going on that she's talking about. You ever had that situation where everything's good, and then you and the girl start drinking, and she's like, ah, things have been tough. And, you know, and they're comfortable around you. So And they're home, you know? Yeah. So she's drinking. So... We're putting away, she's putting away a lot of booze. I'm putting away just a little wine at a time. It gets to the point where we've been there for a couple hours now. Uh, in the hot tub, too, so I'm like pruny, you know? And uh, she's drunk. I'm chilling because I'm big and I can have a lot of wine. And she's like, you want to just go in the room and, and go to bed? So I'm like, okay. I'm going to say yes. But I'm a fuck burgle out of here. Oh, so I'm like, I'm gonna go in bed. So you, you got the strategy laid out. Got the strategy out. laid got out. Got your exit strategy. Exit strategy. I'm gonna say Unlike yes. Unlike Biden, you have your exit got strategy. Got my exit strategy. I'm gonna go lay down with her, and when she passes out, I'm gonna slip out and go home, and then text her in the morning, and it's gonna be all Smooth good. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. So she goes in the house. She's like, all right, I'm gonna go in the house. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm gonna chill in the hot tub for just a little bit because I'm finishing my wine. It's like 15 minutes have passed. She hasn't come back out. So, oh, shit. So I'm like, all right, let me go uh, Let me go see what she's up to. I get out, butt-ass naked. I look like... Hey, babe? I look like... You remember Jabba's Palace? There was that dude playing the keyboard, like that big yeah. purple elephant thing. That's what I look like naked. So I get out. All I got is my Nikes out there. I get out, and my clothes is gone. So I'm like, oh, she brought my clothes in the house. It was just laying there, and there's no towels or anything. So I'm like, all right. I go to the door. No it's, towel. No towel, no, no nothing, clothes. No butt ass naked. That's the, it. The door's fucking locked. No fucking way. Door's fucking locked. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, oh, but I can't be banging on this to wake her up because she's got two kids that are in the other room that don't Mommy, need to see. there's some naked job of the hut. Yeah. Uh, screaming at you outside. I, I don't need to register with Chris Hansen in the fucking crew because I got caught being all fucking. And it was a good dick day, too. So it wasn't even like my fupa could hide my dick. This was a good dick day. He'd been working out. He was in the hot tub. So you know what happens in the hot tub? Your balls, everything gets tightened up. So he's looking, he's looking fierce. Oh, and, man. Poor little Bobby just woke up, like rubbing his eyes like, Mommy, bro, what's out there? What is that? I got no fucking clothes on. I'm butt ass naked in her backyard. I'm banging. <laughs> I'm, I'm like lightly tapping on her window, and she won't fucking open. And I see her. She is asleep yeah. in bed. I'm butt ass naked, bitch. Wake yeah, up. I'm in it's the me the fuck burglar. Yeah, the backyard has those like floodlights. Every time I try to walk around, oh. like, lights coming on me. Alcatraz. Yeah, I'm freaking out, Mike. And then I, rain, I, rain. I don't have my car keys, and I don't have. Oh, I, but, I, but, I'm like, but I'm like, yo, I got my phone. I got my phone. And then I remember like, yo, my car is unlocked because the key fob, the battery was going low. So I'm like, okay, my car is unlocked. But my car is parked in the cul-de-sac, not in her driveway because she has a couple cars. So I'm like. I what time is this? Oh, this is like one, one o'clock in the morning or something So like there's. Oh, there's a chance people are up too. There's a fat Puerto Rican. Butt ass naked. Butt ass naked in this neighborhood. This yeah, I'm nice, in the backyard. Normal neighborhood. Nice, nice, good neighborhood. And so I'm like, fuck. 
I'm looking, Mike. I'm looking for anything to wear. Like I'm looking for like a bag of charcoal or some shit. You're like a you're like, into pants. You're like a fucking escaped prisoner running through yes. someone's backyard, grabbing off, you remember, grabbing clothes off a. You remember Con Air when yeah. fucking uh, <laughs> when that's what I, I'm looking for clothes. There's nothing, no towels, no fucking, no newspapers. I can make like a homeless thing, right? So then, Mike, this a is the best part. Ad. I remember that my door's unlocked in my car, and I go, "What?" clothing do i have in my car and i usually got swim trunks or something because it's florida i always got like, you're the swim- fuck burglar you yeah. always got an exit strategy and i realized i don't have any clothes because i wore it members weekend i used my swim trunks in the pool and everything and then my i realized the only two pairs of clothing that i have in that car are a pair of large Busey beauty shorts. Oh, shit. That will fit me because waist-wise, I'm small. It's got a oh, big belly. Oh, my God. And then a Scrappy the Pug tank top that's extra large. Supporting the brand. I like it. But I got it. I grabbed it thinking it said 3X and it's extra large, so it won't even come down on my belly. So a crop top and a thong. A crop top <laughs> and booty cheeky shorts oh, is man. all that I have in there. That's, and I'm like, I'm wow. like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to call an Uber home. At this <laughs> moment, gonna- you hear every scally from the past. Like, Miguel, remember that time you left me in the parking lot of Olive Garden? Fuck you. (laughs) Fuck burglar. And I'm thinking, suck my dick. Imagine, imagine me having to call that Uber and he has to pick me up and there I am standing outside this house. Hello, I I think I'm lost. There's, hello, do you live near Colossac? There's a fat Puerto Rican. Uh, He is wearing, oh God, what the fuck? A pug with the. I I see a transvestite hooker, but I don't see you, sir. Dude, I was terrified because, man. What a scary thing. And I thought about this, too. I was like, I mean, is it easier for me to get a cab to the castle? Because I don't have my keys. And then I'm like, oh, my drive God. drive like an hour to go no. get some clothes. I'm like, I have to go to the gate and ring in, and Mike's going Mike's gonna to be up. And I'm going to show up in a pair of Busey Beauty shorts. Oh, my God. I wish you would And I go, and watch. They're all going to be playing putt-putt with everybody out. There's going to be Waka Flocka and Joey Fatone and Vice. And <laughs> this I'm is like a nightmare. Show- like a oh, dream bro, nightmare. I've had this, I've had this like, nightmare nightmare before where i had to go home naked like run home naked this was it and i'm feeling it and i'm feeling it right now and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to wear the busey beauty shorts and the fucking scrappy shirt with my nikes on get an uber to either mike's house or home and then deal with this shit in the morning so i'm freaking out so i actually was outside for like you would have scaled the wall for that one you would have been like i'm not telling mike about oh dude i'd have been like back gate i've been running out there cameras on yo i'm like chris get the lights i was gonna call chris and be like you up Come get me right fucking now. No questions asked. You just got to raise. You know? <laughs> <laughs> just come get come me. Come get I'll me. I'll be hiding in a dumpster behind McDonald's. Bro, I'm in the fucking jacuzzi for like another hour. I'm there for like an hour and I'm just trying to plot what to do. And while I'm sitting in there, finally, I see the bedroom light of her room come on and the bathroom light. So I'm like, fuck. So I run up to the window. I'm like, boom, 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 boom. But you know how when somebody's so drunk that like they don't even process that it's coming from the yeah. window? She's just looking around and I'm like, open the fucking window. Dun, 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 dun. It's like the movie ghosts where like you can't they can't hear you or see you like couple ghost I'm references here, this episode all right i'm feeling it Classic i know what movie. mike's watching tonight so i'm banging on the window finally she opens it, and then this is the best part she looks at me like i showed up there now she's like what are you doing and i was like you locked me out of the fucking house she's like she's you're like, like listen bitch i'm yeah. the fuck burglar i don't yeah. get locked out i lock I, you, you out i'm like you locked me out of the fucking house she's like no i didn't the doors open i was like it's fucking locked and she's like literally trying to hit your bed she's like go to the door it's open i'm like 
open the fucking door. Open the fucking door right now. I'm like keeping the window from closing. I'm like, open the fucking door right now. Open the fucking door right now. And she's like, where are you? Someone, hello, 911. What's your emergency? Yeah. yeah. There's like some, there's some tranny trying <laughs> yeah. to break into this poor girl's oh, house. Oh, at this point. I know they got kids in there. At, you better bring backup. At this point, I'm still butt ass naked. I haven't made the move to the car yet. I finally convinced her. I'm like, open the fucking door right now, bitch. Open the fucking door. You're going to have Wawa goes, napkins in the back of your yeah. trunk for the rest of your life. She goes. She so can make a fucking suit out of it. She goes and opens the door. And she's like, where are your clothes? And like, in her mind, I'm showing up. Like, in her mind, I just showed up to her. I was butt naked. She's like, wait. And I was like, you fucking hid my clothes. She was like, I did not. And I'm like, you took my clothes. I was like, where the fuck did you put my clothes? She's like, did she even did- process this? No, no, no. She's just drunk. Now. I'm like, where the fuck did you put my clothes? She's like, I didn't take your fucking clothes. I'm like, and I look and I realize she's in different clothes. I was like, where did you put your bathing suit? Where'd you put your clothes? She's like, what? And I was like, you came into the jacuzzi in a bathing suit and then you took it off. Where the fuck did you put your clothes? Oh, private eye. Yeah. Butt ass nigga. She's like, Inspector Gadget looking at And she's like, I don't. I was like, where the fuck is your hamper? Where the fuck is your hamper? She's like, it's over here. I go in her hamper. There's my clothes with her soaked shit on top of it. And I'm like grabbing my clothes and I'm like, you put my clothes in the fucking hamper. And she's like, I don't know how that got there. And I'm like, it got there because you put it there. She's like, she's like looking at me. And this is exactly how she looks at me. She's like, you just showed up here. And I'm like, no, I fucking did not. No, I fucking did not. I'm like freaking out. I'm like putting on this clothes and I'm trying to explain to her. I had to put on, I was going to put on pug booty shorts. Do you understand? I had to put on pug booty shorts. She's like, you're not making any sense. You, I think booty. you need to go. Yeah, yeah, that's regular. how she is. She's like, you should probably go home. I'm going fucking home right now. Go fucking home I right tried, now. bitch. Look at my balls. The, ra- the raisins right now. But I've been soaking for hours. And then the next morning, Mike, I literally get a text at her like nine o'clock in the morning. She's like, what happened to you last night? And I'm like. I stayed until the morning and then I left, babe. <laughs> Bug burglar strikes Bug burglar again. strikes again. Until she listens to the podcast. Yeah, that, that, that one's going to happen actually too. Well, man. let's just say it was deep into the second hour. So she deserves it if she listens to it. That's what we need to do. We need to save our dirt now for now on, our real juicy shit for the Let second hour. This. If you saw a dude dressed in Busey Beauty shorts, and you're not Mike Busey, you saw him dressed in some little booty shorts <clears> and a half tank top and his Nikes on, and he looked at you and said, brother, I'm in a bad situation. I need help. What would you do? I'm like, hey, listen, I'm not taking your vaccine. Get the fuck out of here. You fucking psycho motherfuckers. I'm calling the police. I don't know. I would shoot him. I don't know. I don't know. I'd be like, these these cults are getting really crazy. If he this looked at you and said, brother. Black Nikes and a shaved head. Do you have any spare clothes? If he told me that from now on, I'll be like. Whatever I have. I mean, I, I know. I pick up homeless people up on Tuesdays and fucking bring them Oh, up to my, my house God, Mike. It out. was a fucking Tuesday morning. No way. I could have got saved transient Tuesday style. Damn, I should have been cruising around your hood, Flair. I could have scooped you right up. Oh, my God. I would have taken off running if I saw the Lincoln. I would have been like, what was that? That guy looked like Miguel. No, that wasn't nothing, honey. Just keep driving. Fuck Man. burglary. Fuck burglar got the fuck burgled. Damn. I've, that is, that's a great story. I, I feel like that's not even just – I don't know if y'all listening could quite understand the intensity of that. Have you ever been in a situation to where you're butt-ass naked and locked out and you can't like bang – we've all been in a situation that's similar but maybe not exactly like I'm, this. Because I'm realizing if she doesn't answer the door, I'm going to need somebody else to rescue me naked. Yeah, and, and it, you can't open up. Tell a kid as your butt-ass naked. No, I can't be like, hey, bud. Hey, what's up, pal Miguel? We haven't met. Me and your mom were fucking. I tried to fuck, Burgle. She's got, okay, you're calling the police? Not the direction I need, pally. Yeah. You know? 
That is a that is a rock and then if and he did spot. if he did let me in the house, I'd have to sit him down afterwards and be like, buddy. You did the wrong thing, okay? Listen, you can't you let never fat naked the, dudes. Yeah, if your mom is passed out drunk sleeping, don't ever let fat naked strangers come inside. You learned this on PBS. Did all of our tax dollars mean nothing? All that d- goddamn donating to Jerry Lewis, did it mean nothing? Did McGruff not teach you shit? Fuck, where the fuck were you the first 10 seasons of Sesame Street? You knew you ain't supposed to be letting me in, you motherfucker. Jeez, that's... That's intense. It is. I, I got I stressed for you because I've been in situations to where I was like, oh fuck, oh fuck. Like there's been times I've actually locked myself out of my own room and it was on accident. Yes. And I was butt ass naked in the pool, but then there was like some people because like here's the thing. I don't get butt ass naked around everybody unless right. I know that they're like respectfully cool with it. Yeah, you don't want to offend somebody or make them feel scared or awkward. Yeah, I don't want to be like, oh my god. And when me and you are butt ass naked, it's a lot to take in. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's ugh. not just like 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 Troop was in the pool a while ago, butt ass naked. It's just a big sculpted dude with a giant dick. And that when you see that, you might be like, wow, that's that's weird. But when you see us, there's a lot of like figuring it out. Yeah, you know, you're like, what is you're this? Like, he fucks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> show me, show me the tape. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Wow, I'm I'm glad. I'm I, honestly, in a way, I, I hope you learned a lesson, Miguel. I did, man. I'm keeping hope extra clothes in my lesson. car, never locking it when I fuck Burgle. <laughs> oh man, I'm keeping an eye. I'm not gonna lie, Mike. I'm getting hot as fuck right now. Oh really? Yeah, today I'm a little hot, and I know I got to poop. Really? Yeah. Well, so I'm either gonna abandon you in a minute, or we can wrap it up. But I, well, way. it wouldn't be the first time you have, and yeah. it won't be the last time you fuck burgled someone either. So I'm gonna host burgle you right now. Well, uh, I just want to thank all y'all for listening to our podcast. Uh, like I've already said, we're going to be giving y'all a bonus episode just for the members. Uh, sign up, guys. I promise you won't be disappointed. And uh, Halloween's coming up. And then right after that will be... Uh, it's a lot. Veterans, Veterans Day right Day. after that. Then right after that. Then, then my birthday, birthday, Christmas party. And, and we're probably going to do some New kind Year's of drive Eve. for Thanksgiving. We need your help to, to pick up supplies and stuff for the kids. Yeah. yeah so if you, uh, you know... Know any heroin addicts and need some turkeys? <laughs> fucking Let us know. DM us, motherfucker. You know we'd show up, take them. You know, become lifelong friends. I want. We sh- when when do you think he'll be eighteen? When can we just Coming straight up, up soon? Like, right? Grab I mean, him. he was like, what was it five years ago? He's probably like twelve. How old do you think he is right now? I don't know. He's got to be like sixteen. I'll, to I'll text L.A. I'm sure he's yeah. been trying to fuck his mom. She probably overdosed by now. We probably could have got him for nothing. Now we could just him. buy him off. We could, we could just buy him off her. Could have adopted him from the state. And be like, here's a fucking, here's 56 bucks, baby. Hey, if anyone knows JB, tell him we miss him. We, we love him. We miss him and we love him. And, uh, and we love you guys. We love you guys. Is there anything else we're missing? Uh, pay attention to the feed. Change your profile photo. We want to see who the fuck you are. Interact. Go comment. Like in the feed. Because if for God, any for God forsaken reason, we lose social media, which that could be any fucking day now. Remember, when OnlyFans was going to kick everybody off, we were still safe. Yeah, we were still safe. So we have an entire, like, crazy fucking uncensored Facebook slash MySpace on our own fucking website that we can do whatever the fuck we want and say what we want. That is the beauty of this. One day, Spotify might be like, well, we're going to cancel these two boys. They're getting too crazy. Well, guess what? We're still going to do this on the website. So, um, Always interact, change your profile, uh, Godspeed, 
And uh, one other thing on a, a more somber note, we want to say rest in peace to our friend Lewis. Lewis Martin was a great member of the Sausage Castle. He was a part of this family, and he recently passed away this week. Uh, if you check the Facebook group, we have a post about him. But John Boone and Amy, the Electrons, they'll be able to handle more. We'd like to help take care of his family and do whatever we can to make sure that uh, Lewis's family knows how important he A gentle he was. giant. Gentle giant. He was so important to so many people. And, uh, I, you know, as sad as I am for losing him, I feel even worse for the people who never got a chance to meet him yeah so we love you guys be safe and whatever you believe in vax or non-vax or whatever the fuck you're doing just be safe man be safe. do do what's best for you and uh and have more than a pair of booty shorts and a tank top that doesn't fit you in your car because you'll never know when a fuck burglary turns into a fuck escape we love you guys we'll see you next week goodbye bye